Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Uh, give me a sack. Sack! Yes. <laughs> How about those freaking pirates? It's a me, a man, a Garcia. Puedes pintar este violeta. Y'all are intimidating guys, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are famous, y'all are celebrity-type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. <sighs> I already don't like where this show's going. <laughs> Woo! The chat boys are already talking commanders. It is baseball playoff season, and you losers are talking about football? Come on. Welcome in to a Football Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Rock here inside the Pirate Radio studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. And if you have thoughts on this weekend's college football slate, your favorite NFL team, fantasy football, MLB playoffs, or your thoughts on ECU during this bye week, you can get those in. Uh, if you want to talk about the Commanders, whatever, it's a free country. And I will hate you for it, but I respect your right and great respect to your right to say what you want to on Facebook Live and YouTube. Coming up on this Football Friday edition of PRL, we'll talk to Brian North coming up in about 20 minutes or so. We've got a good slate of high school games we'll touch on. We'll get his thoughts on ECU 1-4 and four at the bye week. We'll talk uh, a little ACC and some NFL as well with Brian North here later on in hour number one. Hour two, Tony Dunn, C3 podcast, will join us. Misery loves company. So, uh, talk about last night's commander's loss and the Carolina Panthers looking for their first win of the year. Going to be a tough test uh, this Sunday when they take on the Detroit Lions. We'll make our week five NFL picks. And I do have a three game lead right now over former Pirate Radio intern Danny Beal. I'm going to call him former until he shows up again. I know he's busy, but where the heck is this guy? uh joey i'm up four games on joey four games on chandler and seven games on tony uh, and we'll make some picks coming up this weekend first week of the nfl season with uh, some buys so make sure your fantasy lineup is uh good and filled out with those bye weeks uh also on today's show morgan aylers will join us to talk some pirate football and more at five o'clock and mark greenhouse golf shop radio show we'll recap the Ryder cup also the smoke slash fire of clemson leaving the acc greeny is a clemson guy we'll ask him about that and about their matchup with wake forest coming up on saturday shirley rhodes is here joey is in the house and chan is to my left hello everybody hello clipper hfmf hfmf to you man um what's up hey shirley what's up clip hey joey what are you smiling at happy to be here man it's a good friday <laughs> why are you giggling he's so giggly it's just funny <laughs> what's funny i mean it's been a bad thursday for <laughs> well it's friday hey, it, it was, was a bad, a bad thursday. thursday uh i do want to i, I want to say this to start the show this guy right here to my left 
this this guy right here to my left that would be me is the guy you want in your foxhole the guy you want to have your back okay i I didn't know what a foxhole was the guy you want when the chips are down or when things are going good chandler is what they call a ride or die because last night we watched the first half together well not the whole first half i left before the first half ended i had a feeling when that interception right before the first half ended i had a feeling you were going to leave and sure enough you come up to me and said i think i'm gone yeah i I said i do not blame you but chandler was uh he was rooting for my guys he wanted to see them succeed uh he backed me on a couple of virginia plays those didn't go well and every nothing went well Well, look i told you i said i'll ride him with you if you just let me ride with you and in Virginia. I opened up the, the door. You got in. Seatbelts on. Yep. And away we went. Safe trip. And uh, nothing went right last night, Chandler, but I do want to say thank you for having my back. I appreciate no, it. No problem, man. I just want to be there for my friends, for my sports friends, and I want to see their team succeed. Um, and I thought, I, I I mean, I did have some interest in that game last night. Um, Dotson, I mean, for the at least third or fourth time, a receiver has been one catch shy mm. of hitting the jackpot. Did you see his meaningless sweet one-handed catch out of bounds? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did. It's a bad throw. <laughs> I did see that. that, was, that, like, that go to him again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, man, look, I will say this, and I'm going to be happy about saying this, but then I, after I say it, I'm going to sit there and go, hmm, this actually sucks for me. DJ Moore got me 50 points last night. 50? He gave me a 50-burger huh. in fantasy last piece night. Nugget. He gave me 50 points and looked great and kind of looked how I expected him to look all season long. But he looked great last night. But then I think just last year, at this time of the season, he was a Carolina Panther. And now we're looking for a top-tier receiver. And we had one in a guy who had a outstanding game last night. 230 yards, three touchdowns. Not a lot of contested catches last night. And on third down, I remember us sitting there thinking the the two touchdowns that he had, or the long play and then the touchdown, was both on third down with four-man pressure. And we're sitting there thinking, all right, where's the blitz? Where's the stunt? We thought, well, maybe they'll kind of learn from that and maybe they'll bring the blitz they did it again brought four man uh, a four man pressure fields had all day and for some reason dj moore wide open in the end zone for a touchdown and that kind of started the flood that opened up the floodgates i mean it was just man i mean the bears went into fedex field and took care of business their first win in 14 weeks i believe or 14 games Well, first win in yeah 15 games had a 14 game losing streak yeah. susan says thanks to you and your team for making the panthers the only winless team in the nfl yeah i didn't think about that that's why i was rooting for the commanders did not, sorry guys did not think about that susan <laughs> didn't want to be left point, in the dust. and now i'm depressed yeah that's tough but uh, you, you well, i had my rant earlier this week you didn't want to have one you good I, that, that, why rant it, who it's the same old stuff 
At least right. you guys look good doing it, though. Man. We Those had, jerseys are sick. We had this game last year against the uh, Lions where we didn't have a first half, first down the entire first half. We've had so many of these primetime games. The, out of 17 games now that they play a year, I would say I go into a game feeling like Washington's going to win maybe three or four times a year. Like, okay, we played this Sunday. I think we're going to win this Sunday. I, you had every right to think that last night because I, you had a great game on Sunday. I think that three or four times a year, I thought we were going to beat the Cardinals, and we barely did. I didn't think we'd beat the Broncos. We did. I didn't think we'd beat the Bills or the Eagles. We didn't. I thought, for some stupid reason, they'd go out and beat a team that had lost 14 straight games. And I was wrong. And there, it doesn't matter who owns the team, coaches the team, whatever. They are just a disaster. Uh, Jamie says, Clip, are you looking for a commander's coaching change? What do you care? Tyler said, commanders need Matt Rule. <laughs> you need to go play inside a wood chipper. <laughs> wow. Jamie says, I was asking, not being an ass. Everyone is calling for one. I like Rivera. Nobody cares, Jamie. Go away. <laughs> Chad Pike says he liked the stream. Off weeks are the best. Well, why don't you go off and do something else? Jerry says hello, Pirate Radio Live family. Don't, no, don't please don't fire it, Jerry. Please. Jerry, I'm gonna say goodbye to you. <laughs> oh no, please. Not to Jerry. Ray said, What's up, guys? No, stop. The sky. <laughs> oh no. Clip. What? This is this is Friday. We need to have a positive Friday. Jerry says the Washington football team's black jerseys are horrible. Who oh. made you a fashion expert? <laughs> oh my god. Here nice suit, Jerry. And your profile picture. What, you got a men's warehouse for that one? Buy one, get one half off! Clip. Yo. It's fine. What's fine? Don't. These people don't deserve this. Especially Jerry. Just R- take it easy. Randolph. Don't. <laughs> this is like the Shawn Michaels to Ric Flair where he says, I love you. And then <laughs> Jerry gets in the sweet gym music. Randolph said, good afternoon, Chandler Clip and Shirley Rose. He also said hello to Joey. Hey, Randolph. Oh, no. Please. No, not Randolph. Wait, no, man. I like that. Not Randolph. Hey, Randolph. Not Randolph. Dude, you're going to mess up our desserts. I'll tell you what you can do, Randolph. You can... (laughs) Get all that. Oh, my. Clip. What? How dare you say that? <sighs> and to a guy like Randolph. Jerry said, I want some nice radio clipper. Well, you've come to the wrong place today, Jerry. <laughs> Go listen to some stupid Bears show. Maybe Corey Glore's doing a show today. Hello, the Bears won. But I'm still sad and depressed because that's just the kind of sports fan I am. I didn't even want to win last night. Hello. That's a terrible impersonation. I don't care, Shirley. We got Damian Lillard. We'll still stink in Milwaukee. Randolph said, no need for harsh language. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm not... I'm just so, like... I don't even have the energy or passion to do a rant like you did, Chandler, to be honest with you. Like, I'm just, they've sucked the life out of me, you know? You're still I, somewhat young and dumb. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
<laughs> one day i'll learn to just kind of take it and no I, I i want you to be like you are now i used to be like you many moons ago yeah and now wait you're telling me that i'm gonna be like you one day i mean and insulting our listeners you want to know how i got these scars <laughs> <laughs> oh man it stinks it, it stinks and just and the promise that y'all showed on sunday in philadelphia i mean i just i i wasn't expecting i mean not just that y'all lost but the i mean just the chicago bears dominated you guys i'm just gonna shut up before you beat me live on air i don't have that, um, that fire in me justin fields did look good last night he did and well he's throwing to wide open receivers and he missed a few wide open receivers i don't think he threw to anybody that was covered all night yeah it, it was i don't know what jack del rio had dialed up i don't know what our secondary was doing Emmanuel with probably his first ah, Forbes looked lost out there. Yeah, he yeah. looked like he was not ready for the bright lights. CJ's third touchdown, was that on Forbes? Because Forbes just like, I guess he bit on the pass too early and then he knew he was way too out of range. And There was one time you were talking about a spy. DJ just cut up the field. They had to spy on the long first uh, third down conversion to DJ Moore. Yeah. And then remember how excited we were? I think this was the drive, the first drive there won't many excitement exciting moments so sam Howell went deep and overthrew his receiver yeah that would have been a touchdown Deonna brown yeah um that could have maybe changed the outlook of the game but he misses that throw and they get off the field had a chance to make it a, oh by the way is it weird that it was the exact same game from last thursday well weren't the lines up 27 to 3 yes and the packers cut it to 10 and could have made it a one possession game but didn't get the two just like washington did it was kind of eerie i didn't even think about that i thought about that last night and it was the home team having to play from behind yeah yeah and like made a pretty fierce rally in the third but got down too far here's the thing some bleep named joey sly misses a field goal yeah been there done that <laughs> tell you what those kickers that are named joey they suck did you ever do that yeah i was a kicker what was your percentage field goal percentage uh i kicked seven field goals i made five that's not bad it's what was your career long 47 no nah, you're lying you got video let me see it <clears throat> you needed a good long snapper <laughs> laces out i tell you what my i had one career pass it was because the snap was a uh, the bad snap went over the the holder's head rolled out thought i was prime time cam newton <laughs> threw it over in the air i had four six three douglas bird d lineman interception oh. i've been trying to contact the coach for a minute trying to get like the huddle tape because i just want that tape i just want that, that would be clip. awesome to see Puedes yeah. violeta. that's exactly what i said when they returned it for a that's point. exactly what you said when you threw the ball in the air <laughs> one shining moment i got blasted how, too how, how far do you think you threw it uh so it was it was a pat attempt so uh-huh. it went, probably went over my head so did you throw it in the end zone yeah, you know, I yeah. saw somebody in the end zone. I looked at him, but I just threw it too high, and then I guess, yeah, that's got, awesome. Got picked off. That's awesome. He said last night the game happened on uh, Amazon Prime. Did it even happen at all? 
Brandon said, Ron Rivera, classic stinker. You're not wrong there, Brandon. And Jamie, to be honest with you. To be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm good on Ron. I mean, I've said this a hundred times. I think Ron Rivera is a great man, and I don't think he's a great coach. Good guy. He's a very stable figure. I I love, like, when they win and he does his locker room speeches, I I get a little misty-eyed. Yeah. And he, he he fires me up. But, like, I'm... If he gets fired right now, I would not be sad. I think he was the wrong hire. Golly. That was such a stretch. Golly, Pete. <laughs> and you think your guy was Woo! the right hire? Oh, that was that was a lot better, though. He, he went over oh, Chandler's yeah. head. Oh. Get out of here. Hey, did you Chris Paul him? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're here being foolish in here today. Good. Nick said, wait, <laughs> Douglas Bird? Is Joey from Fayetteville? Yes, sir, the 910. Yeah. Where are you from, Nick? Because we don't like some of the crew there. I'm from the 910. Right, Joey? You got oh, two people from the 910 in here, baby. Two 910ers? Yes, right here. How about that? In studio. All right, let's look at the Fleet Feet rundown. Let's go. Enough on the Manders. Run what a disappointment what did i i'd say jokingly to you chandler right at kickoff i was like man just to to, well, have, dig- to have meaningful early october football there's nothing like it yeah and that was it that was the last meaningful game for washington all year because it is over although now stupid ron is gonna go i don't even know they play next week what did i tell you chandler that they're gonna they if they lose they'll come back and win next week so let's see who they beat next week, right when Ron Rivera is about to get fired. Who's the unlucky team? The Falcons. Uh, the Falcons, yep. That's a dub. Oh, he'll definitely go. He's he's done it many a time in Atlanta. Put everything you got on Washington next week. If the seat's hot. Let's, let's, we need to see how hot that seat is. But Ron always wins. See if it's smoking. Hot. Yeah. Uh, Nick went to Jack Britt. How do we feel about him? Oh, man. Nick had it way too easy in life. That's not fair. Uh, Jack Britt was the nicest school in Fayetteville. Those kids used to walk across the street, get McDonald's for lunch, and come back, and it'd be a great day. No, I hated Jack Britt. We don't like them. We don't like you, Nick. Class of 2010. Yeah, pretty boy. Class of 2010, never played him. Definitely never played him. You're old. Susan says, we'll send Frank Reich. I don't want another Panthers retread coach. No, thank you. Have we even mentioned? I mean, Bears get the first win in 15 games last night, and unfortunately, one of their all-time greats passed away right before the game happened. Well, that's when you knew. I, I said You that. did say, you're like, yeah. well. That's it. Here we go. Dick, Dick Buckus, dead at 80. One of the greats, one of the funnest names all-time to say, especially as a kid. Dick Wait, there's Buckus. a guy named Dick Budkus? I love this guy. Also, Shirley, he was on uh, Hang Time? I believe so. Because I used to get him and Alex Karras mixed up sometimes. No. Okay, Reggie Theus was on Hang Time. What was Dick Budkus on? Just look, Dick Budkus uh, cameo. It wasn't a cameo. He was an actor in a show. Oh, I have no idea. Let's see. It was not under the dome. Okay. He was, was, it the in... home, was it the home team the, with <laughs> Kevin James? No. Was he not the D-line coach in that? Oh. Okay. Uh, let's see. He, was in he the... made a debut in Brian's Wait, song. He was on Hang Time. 
I want. I guess so. He and Reggie Theus were coaches there. Murder. She wrote. Um. Also, the, Gus. Any given Sunday. The classic 1971 movie, Brian's Song. He was in Gremlins 2, The New Batch. Wow. Oh, he was in the old uh, Longest Yard. Necessary Roughness. Burt Reynolds. And a lot of stuff, man. He was in three episodes of MacGyver. I didn't know he was an actor. So much you, you have to news learn. to me. Yeah. He also appeared in episodes of Magnum P.I., The Love Boat, and The Bernie Mac Show. Bernie Mac. Milking cookies. <laughs> uh, Robert said, Clip, would you want Dion? Nah, not for NFL. College? Sure. Could you imagine? Dion in, in East Carolina. Oh, man. NFL? Give me my theme music. No. Give me my theme music. Living on a prayer. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't. Uh, Dion's not a. He's not an NFL guy. He's a college. They guy. said he wasn't a Power Five guy. Who said it? A lot of people. Who said that? And he proved, and he proved them wrong, baby. Fleet Feet Rundown brought to you by Fleet Feet, locally owned and operated by ECU alum Chris Lunyon. Fleet Feet Agreement provides solutions through one-on-one service to runners, walkers, and everyone in between. They got that one-on-one service. They got the 3D foot scanner. They're right uh, in the old Gordon's Golf location at 207 East Arlington Boulevard. Fleet Feet, they run for you. Jamie says, Eric Bieniemy, next commander's coach. You know what you think about that? I was puzzled as to why Bieniemy would go there. Why would you leave a great situation just to be the offensive coordinator somewhere else? And maybe he's gambling on himself to say, hey, see what I could do with this crap offense. And they're actually putting up yards and points. And uh, Sam Howe put up massive numbers last night in the loss. So it really doesn't matter. But could it also be because of the fact that maybe he was sniffing out the fact that Dan Snyder was going to have to get rid of the team and there would be new ownership and maybe he's got a shot? Because, you know, he's been passed over for a head coaching job for forever. I feel like you're sniffing around it, Shirley. And oh, you were, you were almost there. You're on the trail. But I think the main factor is, if you looked at odds, uh, first coach fired in the NFL, Ron Rivera's up there. Yeah. Yeah. If he gets fired. He knew he was on thin ice. And he says, once the ice breaks, I'm going to rise up. I'm going to rise. He's going to be the interim coach. Okay. And you won't need an offensive coordinator. He'll call his own place. But you want to know what sucks for him and for me and for everybody walking this earth? They'll let Jack Del Rio be the interim head coach. Oh. I'm sick of him, too. Man. He's not at Rob Ryan level yet, but he's getting there. He needs to go home. He just needs to go home and just quit coaching. All right. Michael Winstead said, hello, Clip, Chandler, Shirley, and Joey. Hello, Mr. Winstead. Stop it. What's up? No, don't you dare. Stop. Michael, you're a little late to the party. Stop it. I'm going to let you off easy this time. Oh, man. But this is your last warning. Don't say hey to me after the commanders lose. Give us back your son. Give me back my son. Give me back your son. <laughs> um, yeah. Please don't shout at Mr. Winstead. I love the chat, gang. Just having some fun with you guys. And we're just 
joshing around we laugh through the tears i could be angry i could be mad i choose to find some humor in it all and boy we look funny out there a, a real riot all right we got to take a break i do want to talk some baseball at some point maybe we'll get to that during our show but it is a football friday edition of pirate radio live so when we return we will hear from brian north get you ready for the high school college and nfl slate more to go prl looking uh, forward to making our picks in hour two morgan aylers hour three greeny free beer friday case of bud light so much going on thanks for hanging out with us on a friday back with you after this You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncparks.gov. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a football Friday and a free beer Friday. And uh, funeral, if you are a Commanders fan. So we bury them for the 2023 season. Woody says Reggie Theus was the coach on hang time for the first three seasons Buckus took over in seasons four through six. Thank you, Woody, for that nugget. I remember watching hang time. Teddy, Anthony Anderson was in that show, and that's about all I remember. All right, uh, let's head out to the Halloween Express live line. Halloween Express is right next to Target. And it is Greenville's premier Halloween superstore, Halloween Express. Get shopping today, and you can find your masks, costumes, decor, and more for adults and kids, everybody in between. Halloween Express, right next to Target, owned and operated by Lisa and Clay Cartwright. We now will talk to Brian North on that Halloween Express live line. Get you ready for the big sports weekend. North, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great, Clipper. You are? Yes, sir. Doing well. And uh, no pirate football this weekend, Brian. So I've been talking about it, asking around if you are able to, uh, you know, maybe the uh, the kids are asleep and the wife's doing her thing. And if you can sit down and watch some sports this weekend, are you more inclined to watch uh, NFL Sunday, college football Saturday, or Major League Baseball playoffs? What would be highest on your radar this weekend? Yeah, I guess it all depends on who's playing. I mean, NFL, when it's, if everything's equal, NFL usually gets my attention. College football would be right after that. But with baseball playoffs, we do have some EMC interest that I'm always uh, up on. So Sean Armstrong is not pitching anymore. But Jeff Hoffman and the Phillies, if they're in in a situation, I would maybe tune in with him. Tori Lovello, the former Kingston Indians manager, if, uh, if uh, his Diamondbacks are playing, I may check them out. Um, I feel like I'm missing somebody else in there. Oh, the Texas Rangers and the three former Wood Ducks. 
who are now uh, in the starting lineup for the Rangers. So, uh, you know, I, but I don't know if I would watch beginning to end where I might for an NFL or college football game. Brian, who, I, I got to be honest, I'm just getting to know Tori Lovello. He was an answer to a trivia question Wednesday night at AJ's that I hosted. Um, when was he in Kinston? So he was, I got to think about this, was it early 2000s? I'll Google it up while you're looking. Yeah, they didn't win a championship, but they went to the um, Pettit Cup Finals one year. And he was great. He let us mic him up one game. Um, he was really good with us here at, at WCTI and got to know him pretty well. And uh, Fun fact, his dad used to be the longtime executive producer of Hee Haw, the longtime <laughs> program in Nashville. And so, you know, he just got to know him really well, uh, former player. And then um, he went right up through the system but couldn't get a head job. He was in the Red Sox for a while and then finally became a manager. And he's been with the, the Diamondbacks for, gosh, seven, eight, nine years now and uh, has him back doing pretty, pretty well. But Torrey was just a, a great media guy to be around. I want to say he was there like 2003 to 2005, something like that, or maybe it was 2006 to 2008, something like that. Great memory from Brian North. He was there 03, 04 uh, with the Kinston Indians. So well done, North. Yeah. Yeah, and then they won it. Yeah, because then they came back and won the championship in 05. Uh, and that's Chris Haymeyer covered them, and then he ended up, get, he ended up uh, getting hired on to be their play-by-play guy there. So, yeah, that's where it all makes sense now. Brian North joining us on the Halloween Express live line. And, uh, Brian, no staff changes for ECU football during the bye week. We'll see if there's a lot of personnel changes on the field when they take the field next Thursday night against SMU. But uh, it is an introspective week, I guess, uh, for this East Carolina team. A lot of evaluating on what they've done. And, you know, the the one and four start is not where uh, we we hope they would be. It's not where Mike Houston hoped or thought he would be. Donnie Kirkpatrick was asked, you know, did you think it would be this tough? And he knew without Holden Aylers and Keith Mitchell, Isaiah Winstead, uh, the list goes on and on, that, yeah, it would be a little more challenging than last year. But uh, I don't think he quite knew. I don't think anybody there quite knew it would be this difficult to, to move the ball, score points, and ultimately win games. What were most people's expectations when they looked at the, the schedule before the season to be two and three, maybe, or, or three and two, I guess? So I'm always curious what people's perspectives are. They hate the number next to it, but when you look at who they played, how they played, so what is it that they want changed? Obviously, people want more offense, and I think if anything's going to change, you have to look at maybe the, the play calling that goes to the strengths of the talent that you have. Are you, you have what you have when it comes to players, right? That's not going to change. Yeah. Change coaches, what's that going to do? Then you got to learn a whole new system or a whole new terminology. Or, so the only thing that you can really change at this point is your game planning, perhaps. And so maybe offensively you have to look at where are your strengths, where are your weaknesses so far, what have you done well, what, what haven't. And, of course, there's been the quarterback changing them back and forth. So I think you just kind of have to self-evaluate here. And what's weird is this is not a real normal bye week because you play a Thursday game. So it's just a few extra days off to look at it. You're not getting the full evaluation process you normally get during your, your bye week to really kind of scout yourself. And so I'm curious to see how much of a change they will have, but I just think it's, it's play calling is the only thing that you can do right now to try and play to the strengths of your players and what they've shown so far. Hey, Brian, uh, I can answer your question. Personally, I was thinking, uh, you know, hoping at least two and three at this point. And you said it's who you play and how you play. And I get who you play. I think my issue is how you've played so far. And it's just been um, it's been pretty brutal. And I realized that they had second-half leads and 
are either tied uh, with uh, three of those four losses, but uh, they didn't lead a ton in those games. And, 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 you know, Mike Houston has talked about how they've been in control of games, but it has been a very shaky control where it felt like yeah. that Marshall game, uh, it just felt like it was going to break at any moment. App State, you knew you would need to keep scoring to, to keep up. And then Rice was frustrating. You finally broke through, got that touchdown, and then give up one right back. So right. Uh, just been uh, – yeah, been a been an ugly start uh, to this season, and and you hope there are some wins on the schedule. I had them at about six, uh, Brian. I thought six would be pretty good for what you got coming back this year, uh, but it's going to be a, a tough road to get to six. Yeah, well, and, and things have got to change. You, you talk about they're in games; they've been in these games. So, what has changed late in those games? Was the other team making better adjustments? Did your players? not uh, execute what they were supposed to? Did you? Could there have been play calls you could have made? Are you not conditioned properly? So yeah, I, I think you have to really do a self-dive into what caused those problems where you had a lead in the second half but could not hold it. I think that's where you really have to start getting into it, that self-analysis. And you know, I don't have time to go into each play calling, and maybe the staff can tell you better on that if, if they would be willing to offer that. But what is it? Is it lack of adjustments? Is it uh, lack of conditioning? Is it Lack of experience being in there. We've got all, there's a lot of new players in there, and, and maybe they haven't been in this situation. Maybe they're not finishers, you know. So, who can you find to be a finisher in these games that can help you win? Brian North joining us. Pirates and Mustangs coming up next Thursday. We'll be with you 3.30 on the Bud Light pregame tailgate, taking you up to kickoff and after the game on the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter call-in show. So uh, with no ECU this weekend, what are we watching, Brian? You got the Red River Rivalry on ABC coming up at noon. That is a huge game because Texas, if they win, and, and there's upsets every week, but they're going to be pretty much double-digit favorites the rest, the rest of the way. Uh, so if they win, they are looking pretty good as far as a playoff goes. And really the same can be said for Oklahoma. They'd be favorites right. in all their games. So a huge game coming up noon tomorrow. Uh, go ahead. Did you have anything on that? I was going to move on unless you got something on that uh, showdown. Uh, Oklahoma hasn't played anybody. I'm just curious what Oklahoma, yeah. how they'll play because their schedule's been weaker and so I'm curious if they've got something for Texas. A lot of people think don't think they do. I just haven't seen them play anybody, so I'm curious to see how they actually match up with Texas. Yeah, Coach Mack and I were going over all the uh, quarterback transfers, some that have excelled, some that have, uh, for whatever reason, gotten worse. I saw the worst. I saw the uh, Jerkovic from B.C. to Pitt. Is, uh, is he moving to tight end? Did I see that correctly? Wow. Yeah, so uh, I saw he was benched, uh, so... You, uh, you've got some quarterbacks that have, uh, you know, stepped up and, and Penix for Washington. He had kind of gone through some struggles, I think injuries at Indiana. Uh, now he's playing awesome for Washington. And then the flip side of that, you, you got a guy like uh, the, the NC State quarterback from Virginia who uh, is going to be benched. It's interesting when you start look, asking people about that. He just did not ingratiate himself to his team. And there are even thoughts out there that guys were not playing hard for him and maybe some linemen whiffed on purpose on some mm. guys. It's just interesting to see. And when you listen to Dave Doran's press conference on why he changed them, he just said they just need a change, uh, a spark and a change in chemistry. And so the chemistry thing caught my ears. So maybe there's something to this. Maybe Brendan Armstrong isn't the great teammate or maybe all his teammates really want like MJ Morris. I mean, it's probably a sad statement if you were an offensive lineman and letting somebody whiff on purpose yeah. just because you want to change in quarterback. But 
there are players who tend to inspire teammates and, and make you want to play harder. So I'm real curious to see how MJ Morris does. He got screwed last year because he played five games instead of four and lost a red shirt, and one game he barely played. And then they were going to redshirt him this year, but now he's got to come out of that. So MJ Morris isn't getting the full seasons that he really wants to, but I'm curious to see. And that's the game I'm interested in because Marshall comes in at 4-0. Everybody's always yeah. at ECU for losing to Marshall, but Marshall's 4-0 at this point. Let me see what they do against NC State. Maybe that loss isn't as bad as we thought if Marshall sits here and, and runs the table or gets an, a, a big win over a Power 5 school. I got an eye on that one as well. Sam Hartman, another one of those quarterbacks that um, is is playing well, not putting up the big uh, giant numbers, but, man, what a drive last week in Durham. And I don't think I've ever said this before in my life, Brian, but I kind of felt bad for Duke uh, to see them lose at the end. Riley Leonard gets hurt. Uh, it was just uh, it was a game they had. But, man, give credit to Hartman and Notre Dame for that uh, final drive Saturday night. That's one of Hartman's weaknesses. He hasn't had some of those fourth-quarter comebacks, and I'm not sure if he's an NFL a Sunday guy or not. Um, certainly him taking the money and getting to Notre Dame this year will help him financially, but uh, this is a chance for him to showcase, and that's a game he finally showcased at least in a final drive where he can be a winner. Uh, made some uh, good throws on that as I did watch that final drive. But, um, yeah, so far so good, and, and, yeah, for Duke, boy, you can't lose Leonard Riley. And I don't know who their backup is, and they're lucky they have the bye week this week, and he may be out a little longer than that. But in that situation, that's a double whammy of, of, of losing a heartbreaker and then losing your born-and-bred leader who's a double-threat at quarterback. And so we'll wait to see his status. But, again, they're, they're, their bye week coming at a great time for that, for them to get over it both emotionally and physically. Brian North joining us, getting ready for the sports weekend. And, Brian, we'll talk uh, a lot of Panthers football coming up in hour number two with – Tony Dunn from the C3 Podcast and all the Panthers that surround me here in the studio. And as you talk about the 0-4 Panthers and and Bryce Young and his development, you know, how fair is it to look over to see the Texans are 2-2 two and two and C.J. Stroud is lighting it up? Is that Should that even be in the conversation? Should it just be all about Bryce Young? Because yeah. uh, you, you kind of got to look and see what the other guy's doing right now, and uh, he's playing well. You have to look at what other guys are doing, but you have to look at what's around them. You have to look at their, their coaching staff. For Bryce Young, there's something clicked with him in the second half of that game, but regressed on the last drive. But I saw something. I go, oh, there it is. He, he's, he's finally starting to get it. There was a few double bumps, a double clutches, but I'm like, okay, but he's making the right reads and he's throwing it downfield some more. So that was the game. I was just like, okay, now I see it. Now I see where the potential is. And you have to keep building on that. Now, look, his wide receiver core has been banged up. He started to get them back a little bit. Thielman's starting to get healthy. Chark is getting healthy. And so the running game hasn't been great. The defense has been pretty good. But I saw that little bit of spark. I'm like, okay. And every quarterback, it takes sometimes a little longer. And you hope they don't get so mentally beat down they can never get there. But I saw that in Bryce Young. And I said, there's something to build on. Let's see what happens. The other quarterbacks you look around the league, Anthony Richardson's looks pretty good, too, when he stayed healthy, right? He looks like a, a more dynamic individual talent, yeah. which is what everybody said. He had such a great upside. And then with C.J. Stroud, I just think the Texans have been kind of building this thing quietly without people really noticing. I think they got a good head coach in there, and they're giving him the opportunity. I do think Frank Reich has kind of held uh, uh, Bryce Young back a little bit, hoping he'll get that development. And like I said, I thought I saw that spark. Now let me see what he does at Detroit. And Detroit's a team they want to model themselves after. I heard DJ Shark, uh, Shark say earlier this week, he played in Detroit last year. He said they went, what, one and six, two and six in their first eight, then went 
uh, then flip the script is that when you get that first victory, <laughs> that first taste of confidence, that thing can steamroll after that. And he thinks how that's how this Panthers team will be. If they can ever get that first win, he thinks they'll start rolling after that. Brian North joining us. Panthers uh, trying to get on the board. And uh, tell you what, the Lions are a good team to model yourself at, yourself after, Brian. They are not your father's Lions. They are uh, a fun football team to watch. Uh, the Jaguars can be fun at times, but uh, they need to get Zay Jones back on the field. And it looks like, as I look it up now, he is questionable, Brian, ready to go. And I just looked it up because the Jags, have been in London and I guess stayed over there because they're going to play back-to-back games there. So I didn't know if Zay made the original trip or if they've shipped him in since then or or what the deal was. But uh, it does look like Zay Jones will shoot up, uh, suit up for the Jags who are out there in London for the second straight week. And he may uh, shoot up the the uh, <laughs> chart too if he can get healthy and, and go. He just seems like a London guy, right? If there's any ECU pirate that's ever come through that looked like he could fit in at London, it would be a Zay Jones. <laughs> kind of have very cultured. Or a, yeah, a very cultured guy. And But the Jaguars have been that cautionary tale. We've seen it before. Floundering program has one good year, but has taken that step back this year, uh, trying to find themselves, whether it's lack of hunger or, or uh, other people have identified well, them and what they do well. It starts with the quarterback, too, right, Brian? And Trevor Lawrence appears to have taken a step back this year. Exactly, exactly. And so they've been that cautionary tale that doesn't surprise me. I thought that there was a chance they were going to do that. It was just who else is going to challenge them in that division. And now it looks like it's going to be Houston. Look, Indy doesn't look as bad now that Richardson's really starting to get going. Brian North joining us. Monday night football, Brian. It'll be Packers at Raiders. If I, I don't think these young guys here are going to know. Uh, Packers, Raiders, Monday Night Football. Anything come to mind for you? Oh, gosh. Uh, are we talking back to one of the early Super Bowls? Oh, are we talking uh, Brett Favre? I'm talking Brett Favre, Monday night. Uh, it was Green Bay at, I guess at that time, Oakland. And uh, he just went nuts and just had some miracle throws and catches uh, right after his father died. Yeah, his dad Irv died, and uh, yet he didn't take the time off. He wanted to play, and I've always said of all the of all the quarterbacks that I have been physically in the stadium with a camera on my shoulder to shoot, Brett Favre was the hardest quarterback to shoot because of his gunslinger style, pump <laughs> face, and 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 movements, and not throwing in rhythm. And throw, he was so hard to keep him the ball and everything in frame and get it downfield, and that's what made him so much fun to watch. And and he just had that. That uh, gunslinger mentality, that, the word just fits him so perfectly, the way he played. Now, he had a ton of interceptions that way and, and was, was reckless and careless, but when he was focused like he was on that Monday night, he was absolutely incredible playing for his dad, who was obviously his role model and his coach growing up. So, no, it took me a second, but, yeah, that was one of those that, uh, that games that will live on forever just because of what was surrounding it and how well he played with all of that happening. Absolutely. Brian North joining us on the Halloween Express live line. So, North, Major League Baseball uh, down on your list, it sounds like, other than the the local angles. I'll be checking that out on Saturdays. The Braves take on the Phillies. I'll tell you what, too, if the Braves weren't in it, uh, I would uh, I would have my orange on and, and just bag the O's. It's going to be really cool to see Camden Yards rocking on Saturday. It's uh, yeah. That's a fun place when it gets rocking, and uh, I'm happy for O's fans. They have went through the ringer here uh, for a while, and uh, they got a good team to support this year. 
feels like the 80s all over again. The Twins are back playing. Well the, playoffs. <laughs> the Orioles are back in again. So the Braves, uh, you know, they were more 90s. But, yeah, this has got this kind of retro feel here this year with some of the teams that haven't been in in a while. So that's it's been fun, but it's been great for the Orioles, who I didn't even know they were in first place until late in the year. And all of a sudden I looked, and I'm like, oh, oh, they've actually made that big jump. Because I keep waiting uh, for Connor Norby to get called up, but I couldn't figure out why, and then I, then I had to realize because they're playing really well they yeah. for him because they're so stacked right now. And so that made me start paying attention to the Orioles a little bit more. And, no, they're a fun young team. This is where building through the draft and building through the, the minor leagues has helped them. And, and, boy, they just won the AAA championship, and now they're in the playoffs. So it looks like they could be uh, lined up here to be a contender here for years to come. Brian Orr joining us on the Halloween Express Live Line. Brian, if you need to uh... – Get away for eight to twelve minutes tomorrow. We can fake a pregame show, and I can call you. I mean, you just, <laughs> we can set something up. Yeah, look, I will answer the phone. In fact, I might just give out your number on the air so people can just call and uh, <laughs> give you. Honey, here's another one. I got. Let me step outside. Uh, before we go, uh, Conley Rose coming up tonight right here on Pirate Radio after the high school huddle with Morgan Aylers. Uh, that's not the only rivalry game, I believe, Brian. Got some other rivalry games coming up tonight as well. So we've got five games involving teams battling for first place in their respective conferences. So we have a lot of those. And then we've got a couple good rivalry games. Obviously, the Family Unity Bowl, which I will never let that. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, family unity, discipline, honor, commitment. Uh, never forget it, even though they try to call it now the Crosstown Throwdown or whatever. Family Unity Bowl. For those people that know it, they get it. They understand. <laughs> Just take the first letters. Family Unity Bowl. Uh, so that one we are, are, are very excited about. North side and south side of Beaufort County. They always play for the Anchor Bowl, and that will probably be for their conference championship because that is a horrible, horrible football conference in the state this year. There are uh, six teams. Three of them are still winless. One of them has one win because they beat a previous team in their conference who was still winless, and then one other has two wins against two teams that are winless themselves. So Northside's the only one that has a, a winning record in that conference, um, and, and they probably should roll, but, but it's always fun. Interesting stat in that series when it comes to Northside and Southside in the Anchor Bowl. They played for the Anchor Bowl trophy 22 times. The road team has won 18 of those 22 games. That is, well, who's on the road tonight? Well, well, that would be Northside. Okay. Northside. I'll look for the Panthers, who I thought would win anyways. Okay, then you've got Jacksonville, Havelock. That's a huge game in the Coastal uh, Big uh, Carolina Conference. Coastal Conference, West Carteret, and White Oak. They uh, shared the title last year, so that's a big one there. Tarboro and Perquimans. Perquimans is undefeated. Tarboro has not lost a league game. They've not lost a conference game since 2011. It's something like 62 straight conference games they've won, but Perquimans comes in undefeated. We'll see if they have anything for them. And then, uh, you know, you've got your other games. Newburn has senior night. They've had so much going on at Newburn this week. We'll see uh, what happens with all their emotion. Uh, and if Northside stands a chance uh, out of Jacksonville. So those are the big ones that we're really keeping an eye on tonight. Oh, and Farmville, West Craven. How could I forget? Farmville Central uh, and West Craven, uh, top two teams in that conference battling as well. Great slate uh, for people that... Uh, here in the East that don't have an ECU game to go to, uh, go check out your closest high school game. Good slate of games coming up tonight. Brian, uh, as we let you go, I just want to say family unity to you. Family unity to all of you out there who um, uh, <laughs> want to call something what it not should not be called. <laughs> Thank you, North. See you, man.
Bye, bye, brother. Later. Brian North joining us. Halloween Express Live Line. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number one. Coming up hour two. Talk to Tony Dunn, C3 Podcast. We will pick the week five slate of NFL games. And a lot of news and notes to uh, catch up on regarding the NFL as well. We got a couple of trades. We got some injury news. I'll go ahead and tell you that before I forget. Amon Ross St. Brown, doubtful for Panthers and Lions. Adjust your fantasy rosters accordingly with that. Take a break, come back, wrap up hour one after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. Christie's Europub is the perfect place to relax, grab a bite, and enjoy a drink this ECU football season. Located in the heart of Greenville and just a few blocks from ECU's campus, Christie's offers lunch, dinner, and late night with live music every Sunday. And if you like brunch, listen to this. Christie's has brunch every Tuesday, or excuse me, every day, Tuesday through Sunday. For the latest information, check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or visit them online at christyseuropub.com. Scratch cooking takes time, so relax and enjoy a pint at Christie's Europub today. Go Pirates! Now let's head back in the PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. So they do have it every Tuesday. Every Tuesday is, was a correct statement, Yeah. but how also, about this? Even better, every day. Awesome. Tuesday through Sunday. Tuesday through Sunday. Thank you. Uh, let's do a quick National Day update. Oh, I love these. Tell you what uh, what we are celebrating today. Joey, during the break, said, how about Clip and Chandler produce, and he takes over the show as the host. And then Chandler responded, but no, I'm kidding. Chandler has been saying some some stuff. I didn't say anything. He needs to have a meeting with somebody. <laughs> uh, Joey, you are not going to take over this show, but no. it is World College Radio Day. Wow. You ever do anything over at ZMB? No. Why not? I don't know who they are. <laughs> That's the student radio Dude, station. 91.3 WZ. That's where I cut my teeth. That's where I got my start. I tried Man. to. They said no to Chandler. <laughs> they actually did. Because you were interning here, right? Yes. And they and they said what? It, we were a competitor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, that uh, former co-owner or former boss here got really mad. Lost his mind. Yeah, lost his mind. It is also National Coaches Day. Who are your all-time favorite coaches? Oh, uh, let's see. That didn't coach your team. Oh. That did not coach my like team. Like Tommy Lasorda mm. in baseball. Man. Basketball. Basketball. Rick Majerus. I tend to like fat guys. Mm. I have a type. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. You like fat guys? I love a fat guy. Good. Roy Williams. You like Roy Williams? Yeah. Oh, Roy? 
Yeah. I'll say that here. Um uh, I'm a big uh How about college football? I'm a I'm a big Ron Hunter fan. Ah, I love some Ron Hunter. Love Ron Hunter. I like Steve Spurrier until he went to Washington. And now he's one of my least favorite all time coaches. But Spurrier talking junk at Florida was awesome. Not a fan anymore. All time favorite coaches. All right. It is National Orange Wine Day. What is that? Orange wine? What? It is National Body Language Day. Where are the cameras? Uh, it's not pointed that way right now. No, you're good. <laughs> I was going to give you all some body language. And hey, it is National Plus Size Appreciation Day. Let's go. So y'all show me some love. Show all of us some love. Yes. Appreciate the big men and women out there. And feed us. Feed us. Feed me. <laughs> Shout out to all fatties out there. Today is our day. Stand up. <laughs> or, or, or stand up for two seconds. But not too and then, quick. And then sit down. Don't get out of breath. <laughs> stand up if you can. If you will. If you will. Stand up. And immediately lose your breath and, and fall down. And have to sit back down. <laughs> Stand up, but not too quick. Not too quick. Don't walk nowhere. Don't walk. No, don't take a step. Just stand up. You get a nice back cushion. Have somebody help you up. <laughs> don't knock anything over. Hey, fat people. Get about three or four people to help them today. Just stand up. <laughs> oh, man. I've been waiting for this day. I hate that on the photo it's all women. Oh, what? That Man, is... guys should be fat too. I know. I mean, yeah. And it's also all women of color. I just found that interesting. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's. I don't want to use. Once... That, I don't, I don't want to use that website anymore. <laughs> uh, That's ridiculous. Bo Burnham said it best, man. Yeah. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, well, he some, said it really good. Some people don't understand <laughs> jokes really and would get upset about it. So uh, I'll just say that thank you all for appreciating me. Oh, my God, there's more. National Manufacturing Day, World Smile Day, and National Noodle Day. I love a good noodle dish. A lot of stuff going on today. I would love some noodles for my fat face. My big fat face. On Fat People Day. On Fat Day. Fat take a break Chandler when we return Tony Dunn will join a C3 podcast we'll talk Panthers we'll talk NFL a couple of trades to update you on and we'll make some picks for week five more to go Pirate Radio Live after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back into the program. Wally's 2 Kettle Corner Winterville is where you can find the tastiest popcorn around. Make it a movie night at home with Wally's 2 Kettle Corn. They have over 50 flavors to choose from, including classics like cheddar, caramel, or Chandler's favorite, that would be me, better butter, 
or specialty flavors. What are you, the Rock? You talk to refer or, or Chandler's favorite, Better Butter, or specialty flavors such as Chicago Style, Wintergreen Mix, and MJ's Cheesecake. Wally's 2 also caters. If you're hosting a party or event, satisfy your company with delicious popcorn. Check them out on Facebook or stop by and see Wally today on Fire Tower Road across from Sam Jones Barbecue. Wally's 2 Kettle Corn, make it a popping day. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host. Clip rock. Get popping. All right. Good stuff, Chan, man. Shirley Rhodes will be back with us later on in today's program. We've got Joey. We've got Chan. We've got Tony Dern joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Chandler made a rookie mistake. He just realized it. Tony, how you doing, sir? I'm great. How are you? Good. I'm glad I got some fans out there. (laughs) Chandler, that was nice, uh, what you just tweeted to Tony. Yeah, thank you. It was very kind of you. All right, um, we got some news today. We've got some trades. So, the Bears told Chase Claypool to go home and stay away from the team. <laughs> help the Bears! <laughs> Not today. What's that man doing? The Bears don't need help. John's own one over there, though. Help the Bears! Uh, Claypool... And good for I don't know what the Bears got in return. Has anybody seen what they got in return for this deal? I will look it up. Chase, Relief. Yeah, really. Uh, Chase Claypool goes to the Dolphins. Seventh round pick. The Bears trade Claypool and a seventh rounder to the Dolphins for a sixth rounder. So there you go. Didn't they trade like a second for him last year or something? Uh, it was yeah much higher than uh, than what they just got in return for Chase Claypool, who has not worked out already at Anywhere. two locales. Yeah, he's a bum. So uh, we'll see if he can fit in there. I tell you what, he's going to look really slow. <laughs> yeah, because will. all of his teammates going to look like me out there playing are Speedy Gonzalez. Uh, the Broncos have traded Randy Gregory and a 2024 seventh rounder to the 49ers for a sixth round pick. I love these trades where it's like you get you're giving away you're just like for a bag of chips. Yeah, well they were going to release Gregory basically, and they found a trade partner. I like tweets like this though. This is from David Lombardi. He said Randy Gregory, who's going to the Niners, has had a big effect on Niners history. As a Cowboy, his sack injured Garoppolo's shoulder in the 2021 playoffs. That shoulder injury led to a surgery that prevented Garoppolo getting traded. That led to Garoppolo re-signing. That built an ideal bridge from Trey Lance to Brock Purdy. Now, Gregory becomes an honor. I don't know. I like the butterfly effect stuff. That is a lot of butterflying. Very, very interesting. Uh, on the injury front, saw uh, Amon Ross St. Brown listed as doubtful. Uh, Zay Jones listed as questionable, as he'll uh, hopefully get back into that Jags lineup when they play in London against the Bills. Uh, pretty good game early morning on Sunday. So there are some news and notes. What did Kelsey say about uh, being called Mr. Pfizer? Okay, so there's two Kelsey videos, and I haven't seen any of them. There was one about – so did uh, Aaron Rodgers call him that? Yeah, which I feel like uh, people – overdue like i mean that's who cares really that he said that i mean it's kind of funny it's no big deal rogers is known for being interested in that talk and kelsey is a advocate for pfizer so i don't i don't know i haven't seen the response but i also saw he's talking about taylor swift as well honestly i'm not interested in either one so i have not seen the videos yet got it next (laughs) next next up (laughs) 
uh next is i wish i would have done what tony did last night and that's go to sleep early <laughs> but i watched I, I cut it off at the half man i went to bed man i should have done that myself boy you guys make uh i mean look is uh, all panther fans have been going nuts about dj moore and how big of a game he had but he was just running free too exactly. there was two of those touchdowns like 140 of those yards were just wide open I mean, and he caught it, and I mean, he had a great game. He made some big plays. You no, know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying that. to take anything. He was away being from. guarded by grass last night. Yeah, and that was yeah. it. Hey, he made that Fuller one. Fuller was all over him. What a! I mean, the pass was just that was a perfect play in the end zone. But yeah, other, that was a good one. Yeah. So I mean, you guys had a tough, tough outing. And clip, you were all over it. You said yesterday, I think, on the radio or heard it recently. You were like, I don't know. I just don't feel good about this. And then boom. Yeah, I mean, oh, man, you're just you've been there. I did. You've think been there before. They were going to win that game, and like I said earlier in the show, there's about three to four games a year. I think we're going to win, and that and now that might be it for this year. You know, as I would hope that the Panthers could be that type of team for the Lions this week, but I don't think it's the case because the Lions, you know, got a grudge. They got to make up from last year. You know, where the Panthers ran like 240 yards or 320 yards on them. I don't think they're overlooking the Carolina Panthers this year, this week. Um, I don't know. Do you think uh, they said you said uh, St. Brown was uh, doubtful? Quest, uh, doubtful, doubtful, doubtful. He didn't practice today, but they're going to see what what he's going to do. I, I wonder if they think that man we're just going to be able to beat him without him. Is Jameson Williams back? Yes. Okay. Oh man, unleash him this week against the Carolina Panthers. What are you eating, Joey? peanuts all right fair enough what are y'all doing in there y'all y'all good we're listening Wave. to you yeah i'm listening i'm on standby we've been sitting right here just watching y'all talk chandler's, just, chandler's just busy tweeting yeah get off your uh computer chandler dude stop <laughs> stop it stop that's enough chandler's rookie mistake for those that don't know leaving his open laptop uh here on the table okay, and, and tony is a child and he just keeps on tweeting. <laughs> now he's just tweeting your words. So it is... Uh, yeah, so it's just you. Yeah. He's not... He's he's paraphrasing and misquoting you. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Can y'all not do that, please? Yeah. You uh, man, the more you ask me to stop, the more I'm going to do it. All right, keep on going. Yeah. Uh, Zach has a start sick question. Romeo Dobbs. Is it Dobbs? Oh, yeah. Or I think it's like Doobs or something like that. I, nobody Doobs. knows what it is. Romeo Doobs. I, I call him Dobbs. Doobs, Dobes, I like, Doobie. I like Doobs, Doobie. Oh, uh, Gabe Davis is the other. Uh, I like Gabe Davis. I told this you year. sick Gabe Davis. I know, and I did. How did he do last week? Uh, let's look at their. Let's take a look. So the Packers have the Raiders on Monday night. Davis has the Jags on Sunday morning. Um. Let's see how Dubs Dubs Dobbs is done. He had 95 last week on nine catches, 73 and a touchdown the week before on five catches. Dubs is on. Dubs is doing it. He's a doob. Uh, <laughs> I know Gabe Davis killed Washington. Let's see, Gabe Davis. Can we get his numbers? Oh, I need his uh, game log. I'm not sure who the Bills play last week. Oh, they played the uh, Dolphins and scored yeah. a lot of points. I man, you guys were so right about that. Uh, I think I was the only one you right were. about that. You were right about that. Thank you. 
i love when people tell me i'm right i had a good week in the picks last week yes you did let's see gabe davis against the dolphins had three for 61 and a touchdown okay gabe davis has scored a touchdown in three straight games i'm going gabe davis gabe davis i like your name stuff you know i've been using jammy nonstop. jammy robinson for the panthers i'm confused you don't remember his name is his name's jamie robinson but it's spelled jammy you're uh, the one that pointed that and you out. just go oh, with oh, it oh totally it's like he is jammy to me yeah sometimes you, you got to go that route uh zach i'm saying start gabe davis because he's giving you a touchdown three weeks in a row i need to put him in my lineup apparently that's your dupe you should start romeo oh okay joey Look at this guy yeah let's ask twitter I just like how confident you are, Joe. No, no, this is why. This is why. Okay. Because at the end of the week, when the week's over, no matter what happened, Pirate was right. Ah, Who that's is dude play for? It's the truth. <laughs> He's the Packers receiver, Tony. Uh, okay. He's been filling in for Watson, I feel. <laughs> nah, yeah. He was He was actually, wasn't he like a hot name going into last year? I think Rodgers was hooking up with him. And then wow. it became Christian Watson. That got weird. Once the it's season not started. a Christian! I'm surrounded by children in here. Good grief, guys. Come on. Football. Come on. Let's talk, about Let's talk about the Panthers. Tony, I have a question. No, sure. Let's not, let's not do that. How much can you talk about Bryce Young and the Panthers right now without bringing up C.J. Stroud? Like, is it part of the conversation? Because for some people it is. Yeah. For some people. Not for me. I've, I've, I'm to the point. Well, I've been this way. Is like I, I don't feel like we have to root for other people to do poorly just to make our guy feel better. <laughs> you right. know? And so there is this there's this feeling, I guess, it's just because he's doing so well right now that the Panthers made a mistake. And I don't – I think that's kind of like a false correlation. You know? I mean, it's corollary, not causal. And, um, you know, I mean, I'm rooting for both – I'm rooting for all three of these quarterbacks to be – big time over the long run because i want to see a new era of quarterbacks and i want my quarterback to be part of that so um you know but you're right i mean look is he's playing lights out right now and he's got a i mean he's like on an mvp trajectory at this moment and he's my new favorite quarterback because of his comments earlier this week did you hear him um can you find this about like uh, i want people to walk around with pride yes i love that as a fan of a team and he even gave an example. He was like, when the Lakers lose, it sucks because people pick on me and I want to wear that my gear with pride. All right, let's play it. Sorry, Chandler. We got to hear this again. That ain't flying from like anybody in this building. I want them to know like we're flying our tails off every day to make sure y'all walk around with Texan gear pride. Like y'all, y'all walk around with that swag that we walk around with when we get a dub. Um, and for me, that's, I take that real personal because uh, I don't like being bagged on by my teams. Like when my Lakers lose, I'll be pissed. So, <laughs> so like I, I tell you, I take that stuff real serious, man. And it's up to us to to work every day and put the work in. And um, like you've seen, I mean, them, the Steelers fan came came and they showed out today in our stadium, and we sent them home. Um, and I think our our fans felt the energy. Like, man, we ain't, we ain't playing today. Like from the get go, so um, I just want to say, man, like we're gonna keep, like we're gonna keep fighting every day, just so y'all can walk around with that swag. Um, I think that's huge, man, for this team. That's something that we want to keep building on, and um, it's a blessing to be able to, to be in Houston, like a great town uh, with a lot of stuff to do, great people, uh, hot, southern hospitality to its finest. I um, mean, I'm falling in love with the city little by little, so um, it's a blessing. 
All right, C.J. Stroud there. And, uh, Tony, remember what happened the last time my favorite quarterback was a Houston Texan? Uh, it was Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. Good guy. <laughs> great real guy. Good guy. I used to sit up here and talk about how great of a guy he was. And uh, just the guy you want. Sure your... He can't ever really know. I know. Uh, but uh, Cass says, do you guys personally know any Texans fans? I know one. Jake. Yes, we do. My buddy Jake hangs out at Sports Trivia. Um, that's what I want to hear. And I feel like he was sincere saying that. But even if he's not, just uh, that is how you win fans over. That's how you sell your jerseys. Like people really respond to that stuff. Well, yeah, and throwing 350 yards a <laughs> that week helps and <laughs> killing it. And I mean, that helps. Um, now let's, let's show the flip side of that. Evan Neal. Oh, I thought it was going to be Bryce Young crying. Uh, this is not about Bryce Young. This is about Evan Neal, the oh. uh, Giants lineman. And a New York radio guy, Don LaGreca. I feel like we've played him on the show before. I recognize him looking at him now. He kind of looks like me in a few years. <laughs> big gray hair. <laughs> big gray bearded dude. Um, Let's just say it's his day today. Stand up, <laughs> Yes. Uh, he is big and beautiful. We's on three. So he, so Evan Neal told fans he did the whole why would a lion what's the phrase concern himself with, with the mouse of sheep oh and all that stuff um and well lagreca says everything that evan neal said about the fans and he went off and let's hear that rant right now Right tackle Evan Neal looked up towards the stands, raised his arms, and gestured sarcastically. He said he did not flip off fans, but he did yell a clear message to them. They are booing us, so I said, boo louder, Neal told NJ Advance Media on Wednesday. Why would a lion concern himself with the opinion of a sheep, he added. The person that's commenting on my performance, what does he do? Flip hot dogs and hamburgers somewhere? Are you kidding me? I cut his ass. I would. How dare you? These people pay your salary. They pay an obnoxious amount of money to park, an obnoxious amount of money for PSLs to sit there and watch this pap, and you call them hamburger flippers? What, you're so much better? I'd rather have a guy that's flipping hamburgers blocked than your piece of garbage ass. Who the hell are you to talk to fans like that? You piece of garbage. I hate when players do that. You're not above us. What, because you happen to play a sport? You're better than me. You're better than the people that pay your salary. These giant fans were here before you, and they'll be here after your sorry ass is cut. What a piece of human trash. And I don't want to hear some apology. I don't want to hear, oh, I was taken out of contact. I didn't mean, I don't want to hear, done, done. I would cut his fat you see him in the mall of Willowbrook, boo his ass. If you see him on the DMV, boo him. Don't stop booing him. If he goes to the Pro Bowl, boo him. If he wins a Super Bowl, boo his sorry ass. Screw that guy. We're not nobody. Flipping, but how are you taught? How do you condescend to people that pay to watch you play? Poorly, I might add. My God. <laughs> All-time rant there. Boo that man. Yeah, you know Boo what? that man. I'm with them, though. Yeah. Is that you don't, again, 
uh, look, is you could say these things more diplomatically and and say, look, is you know, I try to not listen to the noise. Um, you know, I'm a professional. That's what they all say. You know, I'm a professional. These, uh, you know, the people half the time that are being critical aren't, you know, in the building. They're not seeing what we're doing. They don't see the hard work. They don't see the injuries. But, uh, you know, we thank them for coming out. And that's how you handle that it. That is simple. It's easy. Uh, even Saquon Barkley, I think, was that. And it, it becomes a distraction. Now Saquon Barkley's being asked about it. And he said, uh, Look, the fans uh, have been here before we're here. Uh, they're going to be here after we're gone, and you never win a battle with the fans. Just don't, don't even try it. No, I mean the guy's right though. Is that you know is that all of this is the money all does derive from us caring about this. You know, is that we could, you know, you keep stinking like uh, the Giants are, like the Panthers are, and you know what's worse than people being upset, worse than people booing? Yes. And that's them, like, going and playing golf on Sunday. Being or, apathetic, yeah. not caring. Or going and, like, being good dads. Yep, being good family men. Two examples on how to handle the fans, C.J. Stroud and uh, Evan Neal there, uh, advantage Stroud. Cass said Don LaGreca has some good rants. I swear we've played some rants of his before because I recognize his voice and his face. Another example of a top-end offensive talent that everybody thinks is going to be the next great left tackle who then is a right tackle, and now he stinks. <laughs> you know, I mean, we just I, talked about that last Friday. Gosh, every I mean, and right now, Icky Aquano is not playing well, and he's looking like he could play a guard. You know, it just shows you that the difference between college and the NFL is just come so different when it comes, particularly to the offensive line. If you find a guy, you got to roll with him, stick with him, and and man, I wish Washington had a guy like Trent Williams. You know, oh um, wait, we did, and we screwed it up. I mean, literally, almost cut his head off. Yeah. Tried to kill him. Like that guy, Teddy Bridgewater, tried to kill uh, or Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Not Teddy. Uh, Jamie says, Brock Purdy playing best quarterback right now. Better story. Brock Purdy is Mr. Irrelevant or Kurt Warner, undrafted free agent? Kurt Warner won oh, the Super Kurt Bowl. Oh, Kurt Warner. Was definitely. I mean, he's got a movie after him. Uh, he's a all-time great dude, it seems like. Now, the Purdy situation is interesting because he's only making $800,000. And I know that says only, but he lives in San Francisco, which that's like $75,000. Well, and his peers are making Yeah, whatever. but he also has to have a roommate. And he drives it to his old Toyota Sequoia. <laughs> so this guy, when you talk about, he's just a lunch pail dude right now, living in an out-of-touch town. There you go. Uh, and he is playing great because he has the best head coach in football, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, uh, the quarter, a quarterback whisperer, to be honest. Yep. Makes every quarterback look great. And Christian McCaffrey has scored a touchdown in how many straight games now? It's double digits, 14, right? I think. Yeah, it's high. And then, uh, did you see the other thing about... Um, Kyle Shanahan that uh, I think it was was it Dante do you remember Dante Freeman Devontae Freeman Devontae Freeman yeah said that uh, classic time yeah because that was Dante Foreman is the other one I'm thinking of but uh, I'm talking about Dante Stallworth yeah he um, he said that he believes that Kyle Shanahan uh, through the, the Super yeah. Bowl, so he could then get trade for Garoppolo. So when he was a head coach, he had a quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that guy. Was, That's wild, dude. He, he a lot of uh, conspiracy theories about former coaches. The dude from the Raiders, 
And his conspiracy uh, which theory one's that? about his coat. Oh, yeah, that kill, uh, <laughs> kill Chico. Kill Chico. Yeah. Chico. Uh, yeah, I did not see that from Devontae Freeman. Interesting. Uh, let's take a break. When we return, we will make our picks. We never got Danny's picks, right? We'll get them at some point. We'll, we'll count them in. Uh, Danny's You're in such a better mood this week. Who, me? Yeah, which is so surprising. Last week, you're like, this pick's not it. He's out. Uh, true. He got him in last week, and he's doing a, he's scrimmaging right now. So, like... <laughs> Come on. Priorities, buddy. I now, mean, it's just practice. If he's in the bullpen, he would have time to look up the games and yeah. just text the picks real quick. But Put we'll your let hat him, inside out and make your picks. We'll let him do uh, his baseball stuff. That little game they play instead of business like we're doing here. We'll, we'll take a break, come back, make our picks, go through the week five NFL slate after this. listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show all right welcome back into the program do you need custom t-shirts apparel promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. Tony, you seen the Al Michaels video going around? No. All right, cool. Let's. Uh, I'm going to play it from my phone real quick. Can you cut Freddie Mercury off? So he's talking about vegetables. Okay. He's being interviewed by, I believe his name is Chris Wallace. He's like a yeah, real yeah. interview guy. 60 right. minutes? Maybe. Uh, Fox News. Oh, the Fox News guy. Here it is. Is it true that you have never knowingly eaten a vegetable in your life? That is true. That is true. I was born when my parents were 18 and my mother hadn't even read Dr. Spock at that point. So she just let me have the, the, the run of the uh, of the course. And uh, I always push the vegetables away. To this day, no. And I guess what I've proven, Chris, is that man does not need vegetables to survive. But is it is it just possible that you would like, I'm thinking of one of the more non-objectionable vegetables, a carrot? Oh, please. please. A carrot? No, a carrot. No, that's an objectionable vegetable. I, I mean, prefer I would, the stick. Really? What? I mean, how would you know? You've never tasted it. I look at it. I just don't even like the look of it. <laughs> and I surmise what it might taste like in terms of the texture of it i think a lot of it probably has to do it just doesn't look like something that would go down well is it true al michaels has never knowingly ate a vegetable it might have been in something he was served whatever but he has never said hey give me the so what does he do like for sides and stuff he's just a turkey guy on thanksgiving (laughs) just all turkey like he gets a burger 
no lettuce or tomato no, on that okay. thing and no fries the fries count as vegetables but I put guess that right. heinz 57 on it please yeah that is uh it's pretty fascinating and i love he no french fries i guess somebody's got to tell him that potatoes are a vegetable yeah that is uh that is that's crazy al michael's not a vegetable guy all right i crazy. am 18 games over 500 on my picks danny bill is 12 games over 500 is that right yeah joey is 10 games over 500 chandler 10 games tony four games yuck, over yuck. 500 so uh what do you what do you want you don't have a sheet that's tony's sheet y'all share a sheet back in there boy come on i want my sheet go eat your vegetables <laughs> go eat your vegetables boy i've never had a vegetable in my life <laughs> uh let's go to london town jaguars bills jags winners in london last week bills emotional win over the dolphins this is a good jag spot boys anybody willing to take them london is jags world it is but i'm going bills okay i'm also going bills i think i'm going bills too i don't have the cojones huh it is a trap you're gonna put me out there on uh on jaguars island bills boys behaving there bills jags the kids are acting up i'm gonna take the bills texans at falcons um have you seen there's a i just saw it on twitter maybe i can find it for you is a clip of uh just kyle pitts falling down everywhere no uh look um kyle pitts running a route and he's just falling down all over the place so he just like kind of stumbles when he yeah Eh, it's not what I was expecting, Tony. Hold on, hold on. You'll that see that video is not paying off. For Wait, me. is uh, I will take the Texans. All right, <laughs> there that was a good fall. Here's one more. I'm taking Texans. the Falcons because this is everybody's high on Stroud. Texans right now. Falcons uh, are what two and zero at home, zero and two on the road. This, this is an easy Falcons win. Yeah, I'm taking the Falcons as well. Yeah, easy. Can't believe my, pre- my stuff is pre-written, so you already know you can't. You know. What'd you say? Did you cuss? I think no, you just I did. did not cuss. I did not cuss. Let's go to the next game. <laughs> Man, I, I mean, only look. Why would a lion concern himself with sheep? Exactly. Let's go to the next with game. With hamburger flippers, like yeah. <laughs> Evan Neal needs a hamburger, though. I mean, he one day he's gonna go order a burger, and somebody's just gonna throw it at him. I should like uh, half baked. Yeah. Bleep you, bleep you, bleep you. You're cool. You ain't cool. Bleep you, I'm out. Uh, Eric said, the moment Al Michaels tries some greasy collard greens and loves them, he'll shout, do you believe in miracles? Yes! yes! I, I gotta say that. I don't think that's the first vegetable that's gonna turn someone to vegetables. Jamie says, Jamie, what are you talking about, oh, dude? Gosh. Everybody's high on Stroud. Just you, Clip. Do you not follow? Do you, what do you, do, do you live in a cave? Do you get your news from, like, cave drawings? He's mad because it's in the same division. I know, dude. I don't care about the Colts, man. You want to talk about people caring and talking about stuff? More people talk about and care about C.J. Stroud than whatever the hell's going on with the Colts. I'm sorry. We live in reality. 
People are high on Stroud right now. That Don't, is a real wh- thing. Why are you concerning yourself with the hamburger flippers? Go flip a burger. <laughs> you know what? Go flip a hot dog. Warren's hot dogs. Uh, Panthers at Lions. Look at these kids in there just fighting. Hey, let's get some control of the show here, guys. Come on. The show is control. Panthers at Lions. I got Not the, the Panthers. Lions. Lions. All right. Titans at Colts. They're favored by 10, dude. I got the Titans. I think the Colts are going to win this week, but just because I'm pissed off at Jamie right now, I'm taking the Titans. Wow. You took the uh, Lions, right? Clip? Yes. Gotcha. Uh, who's taking the Colts? I'm taking the Titans. All right. Titans. I'm going to take the Colts, I guess. All right. And this is a Titans, a Titans win. as well. Yeah, this is a Titans win right here. Probably. I don't think so. I think the Colts win it. Huh? Okay. Giants at Dolphins. I'll take the Dolphins. Giants. Yeah. Everybody. I will take uh, those people that flip hamburgers in Miami, the oh. Dolphins. All right. Uh, Saints at Pats. Ugly game. Saints are good grief. They're, they're I've got brutal. The Saints. Is Jameis starting? He should. <laughs> so I didn't see their game last week. I just know Carr sucked and Jameis was 0 for think, 1 with one interception. I think, <laughs> think Carr's got a uh, hurt shoulder or something. Hilariously awesome. I guess. <laughs> man. 0 for 1, one pick. I'm going to take the Pats at home. What did my trainer say? <laughs> <laughs> he said, don't throw the ball. Jameis was prepared, but unfortunately he was prepared to throw an interception. Uh, who'd you take? I'm taking the Patriots at home. Mm, I know. God, I they know, but too. This is a terrible game. This is a bad game. There's two but, teams I'm not picking this year at all for the rest of the season. It's the Patriots and the Bengals. So you're taking the Saints? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm, here's go ahead. A, Who you got? Pats. Another stinker of a game next. I don't know who I want to pick in this game. Yeah, who are you going? Give me the Saints, I reckon. Oh, I thought you were checking the next game. I'm going to take the Steelers in the next game. Wait, this should say Ravens at Steelers. Oh, never mind. I screwed that up. Changing that uh, pick to the Ravens. How about this? Is All we keep talking about is the Ravens. Their secondary's banged up, and they got like the a top-five defense still. Yeah. Uh, Ravens-Steelers. Who y'all going with? Ravens. That Steelers pass rush was still nasty against the Texans. And um, that guy that we're not supposed to be high on, C.J. Stroud, just overcame at every moment. I'm the only person high on C.J. Stroud in the world right now. I know. I mean, Bryce Young, 10 times better than this guy. I mean, thank God the Panthers picked the right quarterback. Jamie is still talking about this. Crap. I broke my pen. You made me break my pen, Jamie. Ravens at Steelers, fellas. Can somebody bring me an emergency backup pen, please? Uh, Chandler, who are you picking? I'm going with the Steelers on a bounce back at home. All right. Eagles at Rams. Sneaky good game here? Yes. Think so? And one that the Rams could win? Yeah, but I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm taking the Eagles as well. I'm going to go Rams here. Ram tough. Tony? Gosh, I want to take the Rams. I want to break free. I want to break free. free. I'm taking the Rams then. All right. Bengals at Cardinals. Joey is taking the Cardinals. You're going to take the Cardinals over the Bengals? Yes, I am. I want to do that too. Bengals stink. What's going on with them? Just Burrow? I heard a crazy thing that they were tanking right now to get Marvin Harrison. 
<laughs> like yeah. they're gonna just sit Burrow for the rest of the, shut him down for the rest of the season. It's out of the you know. I don't know why he's just gonna come back and be bad next year too. I mean he's bad. Can I do? How can he be bad? Can I, how can who be bad? Burrow because he's hurt. Well, that's different than being bad. He's got the shake weight on his uh, calf. <laughs> um, can I take Cardinals first half Bengals game? Yeah, that's what you should do. I'm uh, gonna take the Bengals bounce back. God, I really want to take the Cardinals, and you know what? I got a lead. I can do it. I'm gonna take the Cardinals. You're gonna take the Bengals, Chandler. Are you taking? I'm gonna go Bengals. All right, uh, let's take a break. When we return, we'll hit the last couple of four o'clock games. The Sunday Nighter, which is a good one, and the Monday Nighter. More to go. Pirate Radio Live, free beer, football Friday. We're back with more after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The Sidebar is the place to be this football season in downtown Greenville. Get your team together for dinner on the patio or inside starting at 530 from Tuesday through Saturday. Or take a break from work and enjoy the tastiest foods around for lunch Thursday through Saturday from 1130 to 230. And on Sundays, enjoy a delicious fall brunch from 11 to 2. Make a reservation today by calling 751-0151. Follow the Sidebar on Facebook or on Instagram at sidebar.greenville for more details. Go Pirates! Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a free beer football Friday. Welcome back, Shirley Rhodes. Good to see you. Thank you. Joey in the house. Chon has joined us at the big table. <laughs> I love that you call me Chon now. It's a cool name. Chon Mon. Tony Dunn is here as well, making some picks. Uh, this is not a good game. I tell you what was a good game. Jets and Chiefs the other night. Yeah, yeah. That was a good game. What I think is also uh, cool is how good of a dude Micah Parsons is and Chris Jones. Oh. Well, I saw Chris Jones, uh, who was deflecting all yeah. the stuff. What did Rodney Micah Harrison, Parsons do? He came out and like he just basically said, Look, is you know, we should well, he just said something nice, like it was like, Man, this guy, we we're rooting for people to have success, not trash on them to get Right. attention and things like that and when you're like the best defensive player in the league you don't have to put people down to true prop yourself up yeah. and, and all that but it's nice to have all these guys coming uh sort of to the defensive zach wilson given the fact that he had like that moment where he was just a jerk last year where he's like well if my team played better we would be better you know so i mean it shows these guys care they can forgive but never forget Jets at Broncos. Who you got? Um, I really want the Jets to win this game just to make Sean Payton's mm. stupid face look stupider. Mm-hmm. But um, I oh, think this is Payton Hackett, all that stuff. Yeah, I think that Payton has to. I think they're going to have to win this game. This is their Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, totally. 
All right, I'm going Broncos Me just too. for that. He's going to pull out all the stops. Yeah, I mean they're they're fake punting in this game. They're doing some trick plays. All right, J T S Chandler. I'm going to go Broncos here too. Chiefs at Vikings. This is a tough one. I mean, I could see the Vikings pulling this out. I know it would be just dumb enough for that to happen. I but also they have the Vikings. Wow, good for you. I'm game. going Chiefs. Mm-hmm. They uh, the uh, Kirk Cousins threw for 139 yards against the Panthers. Yeah, last week I uh, started it. He threw in a matter of like. I don't know, Tony, roughly three game minutes through uh, back-to-back six. interceptions yeah. in the end zone. Yeah. The end of the previous game, beginning of yeah. that last game. Yeah. Um, so you are going with the Chiefs? I am. Hmm. Vikings get off the schneid. I feel like with the Broncos and Vikings, they were winless. They win a game last week. Is there like some Yeah, I mean, their defense played a lot better than it had been playing last week. You know, Chiefs are great, but not... Superpowers. Um, I don't know. Somehow the Vikings will screw it up. Give me the Chiefs, Chandler. Uh, Chiefs. All right. Cowboys at Niners. Does anybody want to stand in the way of the Niners train right now? Uh, I did see that the Cowboys have the number one uh, scoring defense in the league at ten point three points given up. Mm. Um, so that's going to be a test for San Francisco, but I think San Francisco gets it done in the Bay. What do you think, done? We I'm going done. 49ers. Anybody ever call you done? Uh, my Tony's boss such boss. a cool name. Yeah, You got to go with Tony. Danny. Let's go to Danny. Let's head down to Tony. I'm going 49ers. I mean, I think this could be a great game. It could be uh, – I, I think it's a big game for the Cowboys, a statement game. Um, I know that Jerry Jones has been talking about it. I mean, and there, there's a lot of respect, I think, for the Cowboys, for the 49ers. Um, and the 49ers have, like, been kind of their Achilles heel for the last couple of years, I feel like. But the 49ers are just too um, – they're too balanced, man, too too talented. The Cowboys, but also a very good team. You know who's awesome? Who's that? Brandon Ayuk. Then he again, is. he's like the fourth best player I on their offense. I just don't know if he's awesome or if the, the guys are open in that offense. And they, he's awesome every other week. Some some teams scout certain type of players. The Niners' uh, ability to scout guys that can have yards after contact is incredible. They have the best yards after contact team with Kittle, with Debo. Yeah. With Christian McCaffrey, all those guys are yards after contact Christian monsters. McCaffrey just killing it, dude. Yep. Uh, Joey. Also have the Niners. All right. And Packers Raiders. I brought this up with Brian North, hour one. Do you, when you hear Packers Raiders Monday Night Football, does anything come to mind for you, Tony? Packers at Raiders. Back in the day. Nah. Was it maybe early 2000s? Remember when Brett Favre's dad died? Oh, was that again? And then he yeah. played and a he, Monday night game yeah, there. With like a broken finger and threw 5,000 5, yards. He had a great game, but also it was almost like you believe something was going on because he would throw it in triple coverage and his guy would catch it. It was like, it was nuts. Uh, but I, that's what I think of Packers, Raiders, Monday night football. Uh, well, Jordan Love have... I'm picking Such the Packers game. because uh, Josh McDaniels is trying to evade the police for killing Chico <laughs> at this point, and he just threw his trip like third backup quarterback under the bus. Saying, By the way, 
I picked the Raiders last week. They were within a score of that game with the ball late. Like with a quarterback I've never heard of. Emergency quarterback. Yeah. And then he's like, well, if he wouldn't have turned it over, we would have won the Chargers stink. I might not pick them to win another game all year. The who? Chargers. Why the Chargers? Because the Raiders oh, almost beat them. like, they're not even up here. I know, and I'm not picking them. I'm picking they're the going to lose this week against the bye? Exactly. they got to beat off. I've got the Packers. Packers. Uh, Smacker. We need to get Smacker on the show. Tony's never heard the Ruffin McNeil. we got to beat off. Charlie, can you hear that real quick, please, for the uh, ECU bye week? We should beat off. Thank you. You've heard that before. Surely you have. Uh, Chandler, who you got? I'm going with the Packers. All right. Ooh. The Green Bay Packers. They got smoked last week, didn't they? Uh, they need to bounce back. Was it the Lions? Beat? Yes. It they was, tried to come back. In that by game. the way, it was the exact same game as last night. I'm pretty sure it was 27-3 to in that game, just oh, like last nice. night. I'm positive that they cut it to 10 with a chance to get it to 8 and failed on the two-point conversion just like last night. Very eerie, folks. Very um, eerie. And wasn't the Jets – weren't the Jets down 20-3 to three against oh. the Rams last week? No, no. You know what happened, Clip? They forgot to throw away that script from Thursday night. Oh. Oh, they just left and, it and in. And they the... left it there, and then they were like, oh, okay. Oh. We'll just do this. They left the script. They probably realized it too, and were like, "Man, it's too late to abort now. Yeah, just go we with can't. It. Just make, roll we with can't it. come up with one. Yeah. We got thirty minutes till kickoff. Hey, like, right. we need to do something different here. Hey, let's have a big DJ Moore play to to really seal the deal. Our grand finale. Packers Raiders. I don't like everybody going one way, but I do like a Packers bounce back. I love love. Wait, who? Give me the Raiders. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I keep picking the Raiders. It is the Raiders. Huh? Adams gets two touchdowns this game. Oh, yeah. Devontae Who's their Adams. quarterback? I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? That's the beauty Wildcat. of it. Wildcat. All right. Uh, let's uh, wrap it up with Tony Dunn. Tony, we'll see you on the post game on Sunday. Yeah. And if you guys are interested in previewing the uh, Panthers at Lions, I caught up with Glover Quinn, former defensive back for the Detroit oh, Lions. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we hung out on Wednesday nights. I'm going to go watch that. Time. Yeah, it was pretty fun. So we talked about uh, this. Well, you know, it's mostly Lions content because I'm picking his brain about the team. And uh, he played under Jim Caldwell. So we asked him about that at the end. And then we got the Friday free-for-all tonight post game on Sunday. And we're going to need your help, folks. We need you to help us get through this season, you know, um, because it takes a lot for us to get up for the heartbreak sometimes. Mm. Thanks for the uh, shout-out of the rant on your Thanks Tuesday for the podcast. rant. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, tune in Tuesday night thank at 9 you. o'clock. Joey. Thank you. A lot of thank you. Thank you. Here. Y'all are nice guys. Chandler, it is 49ers Cowboys week. You know what that means? Do you know what that means? 49ers Cowboys. Brian Bailey? Randolph's in the chat. Oh. Oh. What did he just say? Without reading it, Chandler, what did he say? Dax just threw another interception recovered by the 49ers. (laughs) 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 Randolph week. The go-to phrase. Good stuff. Cass said, I thought Tony was about to cry. (laughs) He'll be all right. You're going to get through it. We're going to get through this ECU season, too. Paul said, "Clip Smacker Miles is the daughter of Coach Les Miles." We, uh, yeah, I did hear that, Paul. But what a name, Smacker! 
Smacker. Smacker Miles. Let's take a break. When we return, hour three, Morgan Ehlers joins us on the Halloween Express live line. We've got a giveaway, a case of Bud Light. We've got Greeny. We've got more. we got so much to do in our final hour, and we'll do it after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. It is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street and coming soon on Greenville Boulevard in the Old Pizza Inn location. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, hour three on this football free beer Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Got a case of Bud Light coming your way later on this hour. So get your dialing finger ready. We've got the high school huddle coming up at six o'clock leading us right into dh conley football and it is a rivalry night as they take on jh rose morgan aylers will be the host of the high school huddle coming up in under an hour and he joins us here on the halloween express live line morgan how you doing today sir hey clip thanks for having me on man absolutely and uh morgan we were chatting in the studio this week and uh you know as the host of the fifth quarter and the host of this show we talk a lot of pirate football we hear a lot of opinions when a team is one and four there's a lot of blame to go around and you hear it from head coach to coordinators to quarterback to receivers to o-line to everything in between and uh and morgan you brought up something off the air that i'd love to discuss on the air as as one of the factors as why east carolina is not as good as they were last year and it doesn't just have to do with the players that were here it has to do with a couple of coaches that were here last year that are no longer here you brought that up this week i thought that was a pretty good point morgan so what tell uh tell everybody what you think is a factor on this uh, team struggling right now well again this is just my opinion for what it's worth but i think when you lost uh, uh chris foster the running backs coach latrell scott was the inside receivers, tight ends coach, and uh, I think he was an associate head coach. And then Steve Shankweiler, you know, he basically stepped down from his role as the full-time coach. You have, you have to bring in three three other coaches to replace that. And, you know, in college, I, I don't know if it's five or six that you actually get on each staff, offensive and defensive coaches. So you're having to replace a lot of player, a lot of coaches as well. And they're having to learn each other. They're having to learn the players. They're having to learn – a lot of the ins and outs, and and I do know that with uh, especially you know, and I got to know these guys a little bit. But uh, Coach Scott was very much a disciplinarian and held people accountable for what they're doing, you know. And not that the other coaches that aren't there now, I don't know, but I just think that uh, when they lost those guys in the spring, that really um, put the program back a little bit because now you've had to go out and hire new guys, and again, it's that that situation of 
people trying to adjust to each other and learn each other and learn the coaching, the coaching staff, and that takes a little time too. And uh, that might be a little bit of a factor this year. But again, they've just uh, you're, you play the game with the cards you're dealt. You play the game with the players you got, and uh, tee it up uh, next Thursday night against SMU, and hopefully the Pirates will pull out a W. Yeah, I, I just thought that was a good point, Morgan, just because it's not being discussed that much, and. Uh, and also, it was uh, when they left, too, right? This was not, like, right after the season when a lot of coaches go. I, but th- these were right, like, before spring ball, right? Or in the first day of spring ball. Right at the, right at the beginning of spring ball when yeah. they left. They had the opportunity to leave. And Coach Foster went to Northwestern. Of course, that, you know, he's still out there, I believe. And yeah. uh, Coach Scott went to Maryland, I believe that was. And, you know, those were late additions. So you, you have to go through part of spring ball with – you know, guys filling in until you get the permanent replacements in. So there's a little bit of transition there, too. So, I, I again, just a thought, just yeah. a theory, and, you know, everybody's got one. Uh, that is correct, and we've been hearing uh, from them all on uh, the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Morgan Pirates looking for a win next Thursday. I don't know how much you care about fashion, Morgan, but did you see the black uniforms they'll be wearing next Thursday? Yeah, I like those. They look cool, I, right? I heard they were getting some new ones. They're sort of like the black version of the throwback uniforms. Which yeah. I thought were really, really cool. And, uh, you know, I think that's going to be a fun night next Thursday night. Hopefully the weather cooperates and we can get a decent crowd out there for that game. Yes, sir. Uh, looking forward to that under the lights. 7.30 kickoff. So we'll be with you next Thursday, 3.30 on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. And, of course, after the game late night on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Morgan, uh so no ECU football this weekend. If you are to follow a sport, are you more interested in the college football slate Saturday, the NFL slate Sunday, or the Major League Baseball playoffs? Uh I love NFL. I love college football. So I'm going to put those one A, one B, and baseball would be four D. Baseball, uh, if you're if you don't have a rooting interest, it's tough for me to get into. My Braves are in it, so I will be all over that Saturday and Sunday. But yeah, I agree. I could watch anybody play football. It's a little tougher to watch two teams I don't care about play baseball. But so I think I'm with you there. Yeah, I just I really I, I look at the highlights when I'm watching one of the, you know some of the highlight shows that kind of thing. But other than that, I think I've watched maybe three or four innings the other night when I was uh, working downtown, I think Wednesday night, there was some games on and working at Fish Street Hardware and it was on in the distance. That's about as close as I've come to watching a full baseball game in a year since last World Series. So, there you go. (laughs) There you have it. Morgan Ehlers joining us. Halloween Express Live Line. Morgan, and I know you are not a an every show wrestling watcher, but you do follow what goes on on, on podcast on uh, what Sirius XM you talk about a lot. So I'm seeing CM Punk to WWE again, potentially. Well, you think that really could happen? It could, you know, money, it's a business and they're in it to make money like anybody else, I think. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those deals that, uh, you know, I really couldn't, uh, I don't know. Like, I never thought we'd see him in any wrestling again, so I was surprised when he went to AEW. If he went back to WWE, I'd be shocked, but I guess I shouldn't be shocked about anything in that business. If you can, if you can make a dollar, and that's what it's all about, it's a business, and uh, I've never been a huge CM Punk fan, even when I was watching it a whole lot. You know, uh, This week, one of the big shocks, I think, was 
uh, Edge going to yeah. AEW, yeah. which was kind of interesting. And uh, as we get ready to hear, my, my phone's getting ready to beep because I am backing up. <laughs> now it stopped, so we're good. All right. I got my trailer, and my trailer backup thing is... Uh, Where are you working tonight? I'm uh, playing down in Washington, Market Street Pub. Good deal, good deal. Have you seen Wrestlers on Netflix yet, Morgan? I have watched the first episode. Holton was actually telling me about that. Oh, man. I watched the first episode, and that's one of my my next ones I'm getting into. I heard it was very, very good. It is awesome. You got to check it out and uh, so we can talk about it afterwards. And speaking of Holton, I uh, did text with him this week, uh, planning on catching up with Holt next week. So Morgan, uh, he's in town now, right? I, I believe I saw where he was uh, potentially doing some training, stuff like that. What is Holt up to? Right now he's, uh, you know, waiting in the NFL. It's, uh, there's been a few signings for a couple teams so far this year with some different quarterbacks, some with a little bit more experience than others. Uh, the Seattle situation right now is basically where he is uh, there. You know, they still talk to uh, his agent, and uh, everything looks good there, but they just, they're not bringing anybody back. And, you know, I don't wish ill will on anybody, but the other night when, when Gino went down a little bit, kind of, you know, made me feel – Maybe there's a chance that he came back. I was like, on it. But, you know, you don't wish it ill on anybody. Right. Because uh, karma comes back to bite you bad. But, uh, you know, they're still having to deal with a lot of injuries. And, you know, with situations pop up throughout the league, it's just going to be interesting to see how it goes. They've got them on. A lot of teams have them on their board. And uh, from what I'm hearing, and they're just trying to – you know, get through the season like everybody else. It's a crazy business. I was going to say. Training. But as far as him training, he put the message out about a week ago and training with some folks and if they might wanted to. And he's had tremendous response. And awesome. Several teams in the area, high school, middle school, have uh, reached out to him. And I think he's uh, down there doing one today somewhere. So he's staying busy with it which is good he's training and staying in shape and working hard and that's all you can do that's great uh hopefully we can catch up with him this uh next week right here on pirate radio live morgan we'll let you get to work thanks for joining us and uh looking forward to the high school huddle coming up at six uh big night tonight conley rose and some other good area games as well big night of high school football yeah it's gonna be exciting i uh, got a good show coming up at six o'clock of course the uh i don't know what you call it the cross county rivalry the Cross County Throwdown, Hoedown, Mowdown, whatever they want to call it for the belt uh, with Conley hosting Rose tonight. That's the big game. Uh, you've got uh, some other really good games going on. You know, North Pitt, Aiden Grifton will be one of the area matchups. Paul Cornwell going over to Bethel. And uh, it's just going to be it's just a good night of high school football. Also, you talked to Brian North a little bit earlier. We'll have the latest on the New Bern situation. Yeah. Uh, what's going on with them as far as having to forfeit all their games last year? Will they have to forfeit any of the first five games this year? That's still up in the air. It is costing uh, New Bern $38,000, which is a big hit to any budget in high school, hmm. uh, to pay back all their playoff money from last year. So, But Brian will keep us up to date on what's going on with that. And, uh, you know, just uh, getting ready for a great night of high school football on Pirate Radio. Coming up, 6 o'clock, High School Huddle with Morgan Aylers. And then after that, it's Conley and J.H. Rose right here on Pirate Radio. Morgan, have a good weekend, man. We'll talk to you again soon. 
Thanks a lot, guys, and enjoy your Saturday off. Yes, sir. Will do. Excited about that. Morgan Ayler's joining us on the Halloween Express Live Line, Greenville's premier Halloween superstore, Halloween Express. Get shopping today right next to Target. They got the masks, the decor, the costumes, everything in between for kids and adults. Halloween Express right next to Target uh, here in Greenville. All right, Shirley, let's let's go ahead and make a winner right now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Wild Power Radio, kind of pizza awesome. Call it 12. Yep, must be 21 over. 317-1250. Case of Bud Light on the line on a free beer Friday. And all you got to do is know how to dial 317-1250 and be caller 12. Do it right now. We'll be back with you with more Pirate Radio Live on a Friday after this. This is called Don't Stop Me Now. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs so you don't miss a game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now, Clip, as we head back into the show, what's going on across the street? I don't know. Uh, but I see my friend of a friend, Mitchell, is out there. Uh, he has the Y'all Eat Yet food truck. Because so what's going on with the, 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 you see that big, long, sheet-looking thing? Somebody was wrapped up in it. And is it like a Cirque de Soleil kind of thing? Oh, You see yeah, what I'm saying? I reckon so. Yeah, it was distracting me a minute ago because I saw somebody actually wrapped up in it. If you go over there, I recommend Y'all Eat Yet, the great food. What do they serve? Um, I always get the barbecue fries. It's like, I forgot what they're called, but it's fries, uh, pulled pork, and cheese, Okay. and uh, green onions. Okay. And I always get that because it's like a meal in itself. Uh, But they got so much other stuff. Um, Let me see if they have their menu for tonight on uh, Facebook. Because it is good. I'm going to go see him uh, before I leave. Jo- Joey Joey did some investigation. Look, look, look to your left yeah, right now. Right now. That's what I was trying to point out earlier. She's okay. up on the thing right now. Clip, so, look to your left. She's wrapped up. It's, ah! That, what looks, the, that looks dangerous. It does. Um, so this is, we'll be at Dickinson Avenue after dark tonight. 
Oh, Dickinson that's Avenue. what that is. Okay. Here's the no free ads, but y'all eat yet. I'm going to do them a solid just because I know them. Uh, they have a beer braised brat. They have barbecue loaded trailer fries. That's what I always get. <gasps> is that what you were talking about? Yep. Okay. Giant salted pretzel with beer cheese dip. The big A barbecue and slaw sandwich. Sauce tossed boneless wings with ranch. Caramel drizzled apple pie churros big german chocolate cake slice uh so check them out john moody guess what john's doing he is tuned in oh i was my only other th- my first thought was he's cooking a pig somewhere no what is what sport, that's usually my first thought when what, i think of john moody. what sporting event is he going to tonight Shirley? probably the baseball scrimmage negatory he's the cross town throwdown <laughs> negative good guesses but no volleyball yes no no he's heading west he's going west my son he's going to go see carolina hurricanes preseason hockey the uh first real game will be wednesday night but he is heading to pnc arena for some hockey okay um shout out to gary higgins and the ecu women's soccer team yes yeah they got a big win too it was um four nil over temple and that puts them undefeated in the conference. They're three and zero in the conference, Man. and they will face uh, a pretty big matchup coming up on Wednesday night uh, next week. They play tenth-ranked uh, Memphis mm. at home, mm. and I think kickoffs is at seven o'clock. So if you are looking for, and I believe it, correct me if I'm wrong, but the admission is free. So really, you have no excuse. This is a good soccer team. They got a really good soccer team that's coming in to play. Should be a good game. They have been uh, steadily building their their crowds. They have had some good crowds here of late. So go check them out. No doubt, uh, awesome stuff and uh, volleyball in action tonight and on Sunday. And uh, as Shirley said, they're scrimmaging right now, I believe, in baseball, which is why we haven't seen DB in a while. Mm. He finally did text us this week. Oh, did he? he well, said, he texted sorry. you probably. Sorry, I've gone a wall, uh, but he's got a lot of stuff going on. Well, I'm sure baseball's keeping you know keeps him busy. And we were supposed to talk to Parker Bird today, but the scrimmage got in the way. But uh, we plan to hook up with him and some other pirate baseballers coming up next week on pirate radio live all right right now we'll head back out to the halloween express live line joining us mark greenhelge golf shop radio show coming your way saturday right here on pirate radio greeny how you doing today i'm doing great clip how are you doing today doing good uh you joining us from the course today where are you i am i'm down in uh, florida playing a little golf with my dad uh playing today tomorrow and sunday and then me and my seven-year-old son are going to legoland in uh, <laughs> you know just south of orlando on monday so big weekend yeah heck of a trip sounds fun i hope you enjoy that uh greeny let's talk uh, about what's going on in the world of golf and football and uh rider cup has come and gone and um other than usa just getting you know in too big of a hole to dig themselves out of i wanted to ask you about uh some of the rory stuff what was the uh what was rory so upset about i think it was day two and then i uh, did have a big celebration after the event but uh what was going on there yeah he just uh you know we have the whole story i guess that's been created about patrick cantley and not wearing the hat and protesting and um, the players had no clue about that story out there and all the fans start waving their hats. And so they kind of were going back and forth with each other and Cantley made three putts coming down the stretch and 
you know, Joey LaCava may have done a little extra celebrating out in the middle of the green, and Rory kind of told him to move, and Joey kind of went back at him, and uh, they had a little exchange back and forth, and it carried over. I think Bones got a little piece of it after the after the match was over that day, so uh, quite a little uh, dust-up going on in the Ryder Cup. What was your overall take on the actual uh, results, Greeny, uh, with USA falling short? Uh, you know, I think it, and I think Jordan Spieth said it best, I think what you've seen is a... Uh, the difference between playing and not playing. All of the Europeans were playing in two events, pretty much back-to-back, the Irish Open and the BMW PGA Championship, and they were all playing and playing well. Uh, the U.S., other than uh, Justin Thomas and Brooks Kepka, hadn't played in five weeks, and I think you saw the result of that coming out of the gate. Uh, the U.S. looked really rusty on Friday morning, and the, the Europeans looked well-rested and, and ready to go and, and playing well, and they blew them out 4 nothing, and that was kind of the end of it from the start. Greeny, uh, Sanderson Farms Championship uh, going on right now. How, how closely do you follow the tournaments that go on from now until the end of the year? Yeah, this is one of those where it's not that great of a field, but this is where you start paying attention because, you know, with this new PGA Tour and the, the top 50 guys getting into those specialty events and then the rest of the field uh, really battling to see who else is going to go in there because, at some point here, we're going to have a top five that are going to get in with those 50, and we're also going to have a top 10 that get in with those 50. So it's odd that we have such a weak field at the Sanderson's because this would be a great opportunity for some of those guys that, you know, were just on the outside looking in to uh, make some headway and ensure that they get into those events. So that's kind of what you, what you want to watch for, plus the fact that we have uh, Luda is what I was told to call him by Rex Hoggard. Luda, Luda Aberg. From the European squad, the young phenom, he's actually playing in the Sanderson Farms. He's in the top 10 so far this week, so good start on the PGA Tour for him this week as well. Mark Greenelge, Golf Shop Radio Show, coming your way Saturday, 8 to 10 a.m. right here on Pirate Radio. We'll circle back to that and uh, see what Greeny uh, will be discussing this week on the show while he's uh, down in Florida. Uh, Greeny, Clemson-Wake Forest has been a great matchup over the last few years. It has certainly lost some of its luster uh, with the Tigers having two losses with Wake Forest uh, without Sam Howell. And uh, they are 3-1 and one on the year, but Clemson is a big favorite. Um, and I want to ask you about that, but also want to ask you about kind of some off-the-field stuff this week. More chatter, rumors, uh, smoke when it comes to potentially uh, Clemson leaving the ACC. So where is that right now, Greeny? You know, how is that just some some internet talk, uh, people on social media, or is there uh, there's some fire to that smoke? You know, I think wherever there's smoke, there's fire. As, as we've seen with these kind of discussions, uh, you know, all of the different things shifting around. I mean, obviously it comes down to a money thing. Is it worth the exit fee or whatever penalty you have to pay to get out and go where you need to go at that point? Um, you know, Clemson has been a staunch uh, dissenter against bringing in the three schools, uh, Cal, Stanford, and SMU, that came in. And uh, I'm, I'm with them on that. I, don't, I didn't really see any net gain for them as far as that's concerned. So why bring those teams in? And uh, I think it was Clemson, as far as I know, it was Clemson and Florida State that still voted against it. Clemson actually released a statement saying that they didn't say that they voted against it, but they said that they never wavered in their stance, which kind of leads you to believe that they were against it all along. So, I mean, if, if they feel like it's in their best interest, I'm all for it. Uh, jump out and go somewhere else. As far as the game goes on Saturday, uh, nervous at all, or think you guys take care of business against the Deacons? 
it just comes down to mistakes. I mean, you know, we, we made a little one that almost kind of let Syracuse back in with the Brenningstool fumble last week, uh, but then the defense kind of took over after that. Defense has played well. As long as the offense doesn't continue to give the other team points, we, we uh, are pretty much handling everybody at this point. And, Greeny, still, uh, I, I don't know, are you – are you still holding out hope that maybe you guys can make it to the ACC championship uh, despite the, the losses so far? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, there's still a chance because I honestly don't think there's a really good team. I mean, yeah, Florida State beat us and they're undefeated so far, but it's just to me they're not that good of a football team. If they don't play well or if they haven't had – People make mistakes down the stretch. They, they lose at D.C. and they lose at Clemson. So, yeah. you know, Duke is a uh, quarterback is struggling a little bit from a health perspective. I just don't – I mean, it, it has to be total chaos, but I think chaos <laughs> is certainly quite possible at this point that, you know, Miami can beat somebody, North Carolina can beat somebody, Duke can beat somebody, Florida State, NC State, Clemson. you got a bunch of, you know, decent teams that – if one plays good and the other one doesn't play so good and makes some turnovers, anybody's beating anybody at this point. Yeah, it does feel like they're uh, about to start eating each other now that we get into real conference play uh, this college football season. Uh, Mark Greenhouse, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us. Uh, Greenies Pats have the Saints this week, I believe. Uh, Pats looking to shake off a uh, rough one last week, Greeny. Yeah, again, too many mistakes. Uh, it seems to be the M.O. that uh, offensively they're just struggling. Um, you know, wide receivers not getting separation. Uh, Mac Jones not getting a whole lot of time to throw the football. Um, guys putting the ball on the ground. Just uh, just a comedy of errors. I mean, their defense seems to be playing decent. Um, but it's just, it's tough for me to watch on Saturday my Clemson Tigers make mistakes and then go over to Sunday and watch the Patriots make mistakes. <laughs> so, uh they got to clean it up and uh, go from there. We'll see. Uh, you've got you've got a chance. I mean, the Saints are another team that if they play good, they beat people. If they make mistakes, they lose to people. And Greedy, uh, coming up on Wednesday, we'll be uh, at AJ's for sports trivia, and we'll have some college football on the TV. We'll have some baseball playoffs, and we'll have Hurricane Senators on as the NHL uh, gets underway. And uh, you'll be, I'm sure, eyeing your Bruins. They'll be on TNT facing the Blackhawks. Kind of hard to believe that hockey is back once again. Yes, I've been watching all the preseason games, watched the Bruins play their last preseason game last night, uh, looking to see if a couple of youngsters are going to be on the team. One 19-year-old seems to be making a pretty strong case for getting into the starting lineup because he either goes to the NHL or he goes back to his junior team. He doesn't get to go to the AHL so by the rules and the, the way the system is set up. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what his status is, but he looks like every bit the part. So, uh, But, yeah, fun to have hockey back on. We'll talk some hockey with Mike Maniscalco, voice of the Carolina Hurricanes, coming up Monday right here on Pirate Radio Live. Greeny, are uh, you going to be able to join your show via phone tomorrow? Uh, I'll, I have all my uh, equipment to be able to plug in. So nice. I'll be uh, pretty much on like nobody ever missed me. Good deal, good deal. What you got planned? Well, we're gonna, uh, we'll talk to Bill Bender of the Sporting News. We'll check in with our man uh, Bob Harry. And uh, we'll check in on the next PGA Tour event. So we got a little bit of golf, a little bit of uh, sports, a little bit of everything. Going on. Well, I'm sure we're going to talk a lot of Ryder Cup. And, uh, you know, these guys are talking about wanting to get paid again. So we'll see how that goes. Greeny, uh, have a fun family weekend down there in Florida. And we'll check in with you again next week. All right. Thanks a lot, Cliff. You too. Mark Green, Elch Golf Shop Radio Show coming your way Saturday, 8 to 10 a.m. right here on Pirate Radio. Greeny joining us on the Halloween Express live line. It is Halloween season. 
always get in the mood for uh for scary movies this time of year got any recommendations shirley i was actually just googling like no but actually i watched last night because uh i did not realize that the thursday night football game was on um uh was on what was it amazon prime i guess um i didn't that that was no game yeah well i didn't realize the football game was not on regular tv so i watched the exorcist the original exorcist last night and it had been a quite a while since i had seen the movie still kind of scary isn't there a new is there a new exorcist yes it's called the exorcist i think it's called no believer Uh, the exorcist believer um and it's supposed to be a continuation of uh that movie so 20 percent rotten tomatoes which isn't the end all be all in fact i like to look and see what the fans so the audience score is 55 percent uh the other one much lower see i just it's hard for me i guess it's because you know fan fan comments don't mean a lot to me when it comes to movies just simply because there are certain things i'm looking for in a movie that maybe someone else isn't looking for well sometimes critics comments yeah don't mean a lot either yeah yeah especially when it comes to i guess you could say sequels because i would i would guess that this would be kind of a sequel to the original exorcist um you know as long as the story still has some sort of flow to it uh you know i'm fine with it it's when it deviates that i tend to lose my mind over do you like scary movies joey not really not a big fan i want i don't uh, like scary movies to be honest but you know um, there's like 10 screen movies now yeah and i've actually seen some of the new ones i want to go back and start with and i watch them with my daughter here in a year or two the first time i ever saw the first scream uh if if you haven't seen the first scream spoiler alert uh, when Drew Barrymore is on the phone at the so very Drew beginning. Barrymore is a pretty big actress at this point. Oh, yeah. And She's was huge. publicized to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. And you just assume, okay, Drew Barrymore's in it. She's going to be a main character. Mm-hmm. But so, twas not. Not so fast, my friend. Not so fast, my friend. But you know how she's on, she's on the phone and she's talking to... Ghostface. Ghostface. Um, I was watching that scene at a friend's house and this was back in the days of landlines Mm -hmm. and i was sitting right next to a phone that was sitting on a little table and while that scene was playing out the phone rang (laughs) and let me tell you something you want to talk about somebody (laughs) who could have practically walked on water uh getting out of that house that yeah it it scared the ever loving mess out of me something about that's fun though being scared like that it's like it's a rush never good it's a rush once you realize you're safe i mean in the moment you never feel safe because then you got to go home right Wait, shirley you still don't feel safe what if the phone rang right now would you freak out no i would not freak out and you put your phone down (laughs) (laughs) but but that's the thing it's just just a you know somebody call in right now yeah it like for example there are some people out there you remember when blair witch project came out stop it um you remember when blair witch project came out i was into that okay so my best friend watched that movie and she thought it was the dumbest movie on the planet she thought it was not scary she didn't get it 
but as someone who, as a preteen, stopped calling, uh, I'm not answering the phone. The phone? What if that's the same? What if it's Ghostface? I'm telling you, I'm willing to bet you all my bank account that <laughs> that's Chris Floyd on that You line. need to answer it. <laughs> I'm you not know, answering. It could not be now. a uh, client. I'm on let's the air at the what, moment. Let's just see what viewer it is. No, I am on the air right now. Stop it. <laughs> um, but I was a preteen, and I was in Girl Scouts, and we had gone camping, and we went hiking in a trail. I was running my mouth. Joey, get the phone. Okay. Yeah, you get the phone. Well, why should I, should you get the somebody phone. Somebody needs to get the phone. Are you somebody scared? somebody get the phone. Joey's scared to get the phone now. Um, But me and two of... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I sure hope that camera didn't pick that up, Joey. Um, But uh, anyway, as a preteen, I was gossiping with some friends, lost track of the pack, got lost on the trail. Oh, dear. And then somehow... In our panic, yeah, it was for me. I know it's for me. Uh, in my, what, what? Who is it? Who is it? It's Ghostface. It's Ghost. Do we want to put him on the air? No. I think you should bet who the person is first. Okay. All right. Well, let me finish my story and then let me finish. Uh, so there were three of us. Somehow we got off the trail. Things got real bad. We uh, we had one twist her ankle. So now we have an injury and we're and it's getting dark. Now keep in mind we're 11 12 years old. We ended up on the other somehow we've managed to pop out on the other side of the woods where there was a boy scout camp and we saw the fire so we went towards that because they were having like a bonfire. This is a plot to a lot of scary movies. Right. But what I'm saying is is that when I started watching Blair Witch Project, I totally bought in because I remember what it was like to get lost in the woods and not have a clue what was going on around you. And so I'm watching it in the middle of the day. The last five minutes of the movie, I actually called my best friend. And I said, can you stay on the phone with me? Because I want to watch the rest of this movie, but I don't want to do it by myself. That's, that's how much of a chicken I am. That's when you scared. Jamie, um, this was a good one. I remember watching it for the first time. He said The Ring was the last good scary movie that he's seen. I, I never know. saw those. That's to, um, the ones about. Um, there's two by the same director, I think. Uh, Hereditary and what's the other one? I can't remember the other one, but Hereditary is really good and scary for a newer one. Uh, Kenny Curlings hates clowns. Doesn't like uh, it, I'm assuming. And Scott says, here's Johnny. A reference to The Shining. All right. Uh, Shirley's back. Joey's back. We need to take a break. Yeah. They answer the phone. I answer the phone. This is Shirley. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, I know it was you. And they goes, <laughs> gotcha. Who do you think it was? I don't know who it was. Oh. I thought it was Chris, but I'm not quite sure if it was Chris or not. But oh. anyway, the point is... Take a break. Don't call me while I'm watching screen. Scott says Blair Witch was filmed in Maryland. Scott, it was, and made a ton of money. If I ever have a Maryland question, I'm coming to you, Scott. You know everything. A week from today is Friday the 13th, said Steve. Gotta watch me some Jason Voorhees. Part five, one of the funniest movies you'll ever see. Ooh, a Friday the 13th in October. And you also know what Friday the 13th is as well. What? Your birthday? Mm-hmm. Is it? Yes. Okay. Next Friday is my birthday. The 13th. My daughter was born on a Friday the 13th. 
I was not born on a Friday the 13th. I was born on a Tuesday, but I still consider Friday the 13th good luck for me. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. I like when we go off track and just talk about nonsense. It's kind of fun. Back with you when we return. Oh, Ronald Acuna Jr. is wearing like a ACDC style shirt and it says 4070. Ooh. That is cool. I want that. I uh, want that. I want that shirt. We'll take a break. Come back. More to go after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. They're open every day and have two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. We were talking about scary movies a moment ago. Kenny Curling's like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre and House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm. I don't I don't know. I don't know about that. I'll tell you a scary movie, mainly because it was the one movie that my mother was extremely adamant about never letting me see. And I still to this day haven't seen it. And it's called The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and she, like, she absolutely banned me from seeing it. And it's one of the very few things she would not let me do. So I took her word for it and never watched it. But I've been told it's a creepy movie. Children of the Corn. Oh, uh, yeah. Children of the Corn is creepy. Uh, I've seen this movie, uh, Chandler. Is it like a a spoof uh yeah yeah the hills have, <laughs> yeah the hills have thighs yeah that <laughs> um that one was that sounds like something from the av club <laughs> you are correct ma'am all right uh chandler you seem like the type of guy that does not enjoy scary movies i mean i do and i don't like i do during Halloween, I do too. I, I jump on like, them. This you're not going to see me watch it any other time. Yeah, but during Halloween, of course, I'll watch all the Halloween um, movies. God, I watched the first uh, Halloween, last Halloween, and it was uh, it's pretty boring. So you you mentioned earlier this like Scream has all these mo- like Halloween's gotten to where it has a bunch now too. Yeah, um, and are they coming out? I don't think they're coming out with one this year. I, I did go and see the one before last year's uh, release in theaters and now a scary movie in the theater is awesome 
now watching it at home i mean i'll watch it at home but like i would love i like going to see scary movies in a theater uh jamie says the new halloween movies they shot in wilmington had some scenes shot in our neighborhood they asked homeowners to decorate houses as much as possible for halloween that's pretty cool neat story cool neat story jamie chandler cool neat story this weekend you can only watch one you watching college football saturday nfl sunday or every mlb playoff game i'm probably going to go football uh, college football college football saturday is your pick of the litter yeah joey how about you if you had to choose one. uh nfl football nfl would be my answer closely followed by college football if the braves weren't in it but since the braves are in it if i had to choose one i would definitely go uh mlb playoffs but again that's only because my team is in it what are you doing for the uh for the game tomorrow i think i'm gonna go over to bobo's because he's cooking some ribs, ribs. And some butt eating that butt some pork butt mm-hmm. i want some pork butt mm-hmm. pork butt's good i don't i mean are you inviting yourself over no i'm just asking he is on your trivia team you play on sometime you could probably get the invite yeah he hasn't been in like three weeks so yeah i'm off the team you could be my you could be my plus one since chandler's not here he's equivalent to danny bill and being an intern how jealous would you be if me and joey kicked it at bobby's while you were out of town he would. He'd be texting like, what are y'all doing? I bet he'd FaceTime us and say, come on, guys. I want to be part of this. You know what, I'm saying? what are y'all doing? Are y'all having fun? Did y'all eat? Well, how was it? What does it taste happy like? for y'all. y'all? Y'all would be kicking it. And I'd be like, good for them. Are you and Joey telling jokes to each other? What am I missing? What? <laughs> what are Those are your text messages. You're going to get all paranoid? All worried? No. I might have some FOMO. <laughs> I might have a little FOMO. A little bit of, a little bit of FOMO. All right. Uh, we got to take our final break. We'll come back. Get ready to wrap it up here on a football Friday. Oh, Shirley, how about this? Or we need to get Shirley to Baltimore. Saturday at 1 o'clock, Orioles versus Rangers. Saturday night. At MT Bank Stadium in Baltimore. Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks. <laughs> you had me at Billy Joel, lost me at Stevie Nicks. Yeah, I did look at Sunday. Where that landslide as much as a music fan as Shirley is, it really shocks me that I know. she doesn't like Stevie me Nicks. Me too. But she does I, have a she point. She sounds like a dying goat. The goat. Uh, <laughs> that's because she is the goat. Balmer has uh, Balmer football is in Pittsburgh Sunday while the Orioles are at home in Game Two of that series. So, hey Scott, enjoy it, man. Big weekend uh, for the O's. I'm happy for my O's friends out there. Take a break, come back, and wrap it up after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back. The uh, stock market uh, closed out on a good note this week. The Dow was up 288 points at 33,407. The NASDAQ finished up to 11 at 13,431. The S&P was up 50 points at 4,308. That is your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All righty. I hope y'all enjoy your off week. We will enjoy ours uh, and be back with you Thursday for the Bud Light pregame tailgate and a U.S. Cellular fifth quarter call-in show. Uh, but looking forward to uh, watching some baseball tomorrow and a full slate of college football. Going to be fun. We've got a big night of programming, folks. Coming up next, it is the High School Huddle with Morgan Aylers. And after that, Conley and Rose live on the Pirate Radio Airwaves as the rivalry will be renewed once again uh, at Hollywood Crossroads. Shirley Rhodes, great job. Hope you enjoy your day off. Joey, I would say enjoy your weekend off, but I know you got to work, right? Yeah, always working on the grind. Chan Man, have a safe trip back to your homestead. Right, yes, sir. And we'll see you fine folks Monday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. For the crew, I'm Cliff Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.